Denzel is. I'm calling you Denzel. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Schumann has been around for a very long time. Uh, comedian, uh, lecturer, playwright. I'm still looking forward to seeing that play. I know COVID has set us back, but that play uh, that you was planning last year, still looking forward to having it. Stop looking so deep into the camera, man. What are you doing? <laughs> um, um, Jeff's broadcaster as well, being on the BBC. Um, Jeff's got a, a history book. And uh, we look forward to being edutained as we listen in on the discussion between Jemmy and, and Jeff. And, uh, uh, well, uh, without further ado, Thank you very much, Joseph. Thank you very much, Joseph. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Denzel Washington. Sorry. Good evening, Jeff Schumann. Oh, I don't know evening, this bloke, Denzel, keeps you're following you, don't he? What are you saying, Jim? Boy, I'm here. I'm here. All the good to see you. Yeah. Um, it's been a long, long, long time coming. Took too long. I hope people so, realise that you you are super talented. I've been saying that for as long as I've known you when we worked together at Platinum Radio. Uncle Denzel, it's not about me tonight, it's about you. I'm just letting people know. It's a it's a team thing. And I've always admired the style in which you do broadcast. So um hopefully you'll get your just desserts in the not too distant future. But yeah. Oh, you got me all blushing now. Are you interviewing me or am I interviewing you? What's going on here? Probably, you know my style. <laughs> <laughs> What's quite okay? Okay, well, like I said, gotta say first and foremost, it's an absolutely, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on Champs and Giggles. Uh -huh. um, I contacted you because I believe you've got a good story to tell about our history because you are our history, you are living history, um, your journey. Um, uh, well, would you want to if you my want studies to are correct? Okay, would you want to? You are. <laughs> Oh, okay. You came out your mother's womb and you slapped the doctor. Okay, we get that. No, the, so the, the doctor slapped her and said, how dare could you bring something like that into this world? So, it, oh, it, it is what it oh, is. Um, I grew up so, in West London, Jemmy. I grew up in a, a, in okay. a in a place called Acton. It's funny enough, where I grew up, I ended up going back to be a, going back to the same area that I grew up in. I ended up going to be a school teacher at a school that my parents wouldn't allow me to go to. I don't know if you remember. What subjects did you teach? We were the last to take it. There was a system called Eleven Plus, and if you and uh -huh. if you um, and if you passed that, you went to what was a local grammar school. Um, right. So I went to a Catholic school growing up called St Vincent's in Acton, and then I took Eleven Plus and got into a school called Gunnersbury Boys or Gunnersbury Grammar School, as it was. We were the last year, um, and I hated it, Jemmy. I mean, I I hated it with a with a, with a passion. Didn't Why? Like it didn't enjoy it. well because it just wasn't you know um there, there weren't as many brothers as there could have been and there were no sisters whatsoever so oh, when i'd be in the yeah. park and then at sort of 12 13 and the young men they were talk, talking their gallus stories you know uh -huh. what was i going to say well uh, we 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 have cold showers in my <laughs> school and <laughs> it was terrible I, mean, I, was, I was very good at football jimmy and my school was a rugby school so a few times i used to play oh, for the geez. district team i got to watch my friends Pretending I went to an Ealing school because my school was in Hounslow, Gunnersbury. Right. Um, um, but yeah, I, I was I was good at lot. I was good at believe it or not. Once upon a time, before I put the weight on, before I got it off again, I was very good at sports. Very good at sports. You know, I played um, county table tennis, badminton at uh, university college standard. Um, was very good at football up until about sixteen. 
Um, after 16, that was about 18. No, was it? Yeah, right up to about 21 throughout my, my period of study. Um, I was conventional that I was a troublemaker, class comedian, um, which is a kind of way for me to survive when I was at school because um, there weren't many black kids. Um, right. Uh, at, at the time when I went to that school, there were a lot more there now. Um, and used to just have fun all the time, constantly in trouble, but they didn't know what to do with me because I was in most of the top sets. Um, right. And most of my mates weren't in the groups that I was in. So it was kind of difficult because all I ever did was see them at playtime. And then they'd go off their own their own classes and stuff. And um, I was one of those kids who misbehaved. I, 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 I would, not, would never ever deny and pretend that. Um, and then I sort of did, went to college, did my A-levels, then went to uni. Um, and then I kind of, um, I was almost like bipolar. Because um, the, the local black club was called the Priory Community Centre. Like Shepherd's Bush had one called Simba. Uh, Halls and mm-hmm. that one called Tavistock, you know, black centres. Yep, yep. Where, where the main activity was um, for that, some of them men there were selling weed and doing all kind of things. <laughs> it, 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 it basically it was like eBay before eBay. You could buy anything in there at a good price. So, okay. um, and I, I wanted to be a part of that desperately. I just couldn't help myself because that was, you know, that that's where all the attention was. That's where people had a laugh and whatever. So sometimes on my way back from uni, I'd always pop in there and. Smell the aroma of what I'm not a smoker, but smell the aroma of what people were up to and what they were doing and whatnot. Uh-huh. And um, not saying that oh I I I got I got a, I got a B on um uh, on Marxism or I'm doing German philosophy. I, I, you, you couldn't talk to them. You couldn't you know if, if I said to the man there, hey yo, you never guess what? Boom 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 boom. You know if I said to the guys, look, I'm at uni, I'm studying and blah blah blah. The first question would probably be, yeah, any gallery? I mean, that, that was a kind of mentality. So, did you feel like he was living in two worlds then? Yeah, I definitely wasn't well. I, I was kind of mad because, like, for example, women, even the women on this platform, they can go to, um, if I was to go to, if they were to go to Spice, for example, from the Midlands, if she came down to London and she went to a club, Spice, you could turn around and say, if her girlfriend's asked her, well, what was it like? Spice, you could talk about the ambience, what it was like, price of drinks and blah, blah, blah. The men I grew up with, and even to this day, they're not interested in. If I say I went to Birmingham, they're not interested in. No, they don't care about cost of drinks. They don't care about 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 the ambience. About they want to know is there any girl? That's the whole idea. There's no discussion. It's like you come back and you say, boy, there's enough women up there and blah blah blah. You aren't seeing about cars that go up there the following week. Then you come back and you say, yo, it was weak. Man's like, well, boy, we, we need to find we need to find somewhere else to go. So that kind of stuff. Um, and then it always gave me inspiration for material. Would you believe um, at about 18, if you go on my pictures, I used to have a great big curly perm down here. I mean, I used to shake it all about the place. Oh, and whatever I, I didn't see that when I was looking. I was all up in your business today, you know, bro. I didn't <laughs> see that when you must say, Hilly, because you know me. Who's that? Who's he? Who's that? Who's he? Um, but yeah, I, 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 grew up, I grew up in a, a, a traditional, well, for me, it was a traditional household. My mother and father were married. For, like, my father passed away a couple of years. They were married for like nearly 60 odd years. Um, so my father was always around with me. It was a big influence because he was an educated man. My mother wasn't. Um, I, in fact, the school that I actually taught in, my mother was one of the cleaners in the school. And other people used to look at me as if like, is that your, is that your mum, um, Jeff? Oh yeah, proud of my mum. She was working still. So she was. So what if she cleaned? She's uh, providing for the family. Yeah. Didn't feel, didn't feel, feel, feel no way whatsoever. It is what it is. My mum used to pack boxes in a factory in Halston. 
that that was the level of, of, of where it was at. But she was very clear that her children, her yeah, children, had to study in British society. And so I, I come from a line of humans where my older sister was the first black female mayor of, of, of Lambeth. She nearly got the Labour Party nomination um, for Nottingham. She lost that to a woman called Sharon Atkins. My sister's name's Marion. Very senior black woman, she's retired now. My other sister, Catherine, is just older than me. Uh, she's a university lecturer, uh, City University, uh, senior senior lecturer on the uh, on the okay. Dick's right. She teaches sociology as well. My brother who passed away was a qualified quantity surveyor. He studied, and then I was a school teacher before I broke into um, comedy. Um, I played music first, my first love, um, but music didn't really pay. You know? So on, on that note, on that note, let's, let's, let's go back a little bit before you became a teacher. When you, yeah. Let's talk about music. Let's talk about music. What was Jeff in music? What, what, well, yeah, 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 the top selector. I, well, I, I don't know about that, but I haven't changed. I'm a, I'm a, I think, I, I think, or as I know, I'm more of a, um, an old romantic at heart. I love, because my, my brother was older than me. I grew up on the Isley Brothers, the Shy Lights, the Stylistics. Okay. Male groups, when, when black men sang sense. Um, <laughs> and so therefore, when, when the transformation came to rare groove and that type of music, oh, yes. absolutely. You, you know, I'm talking about slow jams when they were like, I don't know if you remember Maze's tune, uh, Lady of Magic. Yes. She's got so much. much I love, much. I love, yeah, even now, when I'm, when I'm doing my housework on a Sunday or in the week, I've got blaring um, classic soul, Jodeci uh, yes. profile. You know, I, I haven't got garage or grime. I'm not from that generation. Good luck to 100%. whoever is and stuff. Um, I love us rock, uh, conscious reggae. I like reggae. Um, I, I was never a fan of Bashment slackness. I, I like Bashment, but you know, Every time a man sings and you know, give me Punani and forgive my French ladies, but it was that kind of I just wasn't I, I wasn't endeared to that type of music. But whenever I went out and raved, well, of course I shook my head and you know, you know was, I won a give it something that caught my fancy or blah blah blah. But I never, I never, I, you know, I I, I I was a guest DJ for seven years at a club called Diamonds at Crystal Rose ran, and we yes. packed it for seven years, and I was its major DJ, and, and all I did was play hits. Play hits that everyone knew. Encourage yeah. the sing-along vibe, Jimmy. Got everyone singing the silly games, Sixth Street, yes. um, uh, uh, Carol Thompson, whatever. And classic soul singing to um, Natalie Cole, singing to Aretha. Uh, packed it two floors. Seventies and eighties kills it every day, all day, innit? Yeah, I could play it all day, every day. I love mellow soul. I love classic soul. So was was you ever in a sound then, Jeff? Uh, I used to mic for a guy who's very famous now called Norman Jay. The sound was called Great Tribulation and sometimes us young and used to get a chance to go on the microphone, Lord, I just do rubbish. Um, <laughs> UX was uh, uh, learning his apprenticeship as a DJ on that sound, really twin spin mate, with same year at school. Mm -hmm. um, so I learned from uh, going into the dance, into dances and then your, your reward for being allowed to touch the microphone was that Seven o'clock in the morning, you were able to carry down a great big crate of, of, of records or a speaker box. Or a speaker like, box. No money. <laughs> not, not even a drink, a lemonade. But it was just important at that time to be associated with it. Because, yes. you, know, you know, you didn't have a car in those days as a teenager. And he who walked, walked alone. Yep. Yeah, but the next thing was, he was attached to sounds, got female attention. So it was mm -hmm. like, you know, the best of two evils. No, agreed. I, I think... I think a lot of DJs in 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 the their first instance when they got into either being a mic man or playing music, we did it for women. It's only well, well, uh, well, I you, think you, I you think you speak to you. Don't judge me by your standards. 
I did it to kind of want to want to meet women. But you know, I wasn't it wasn't. But that's what I'm saying. We did it for the girls. Yeah, we did. Well, we, we did it in, in acting on West London. When, when we started, but when, when we grew and got older, obviously we got a different concept of what the music thing is all about. But, you know, I've spoken to many DJs and when, when they get deep and honest, we did it for female attention in the first instance. Jimmy, do you know how much power it was back in the day if there were two females who were outside uh, and you could just take one of them and walk them through them in the dance. Oh, father. <laughs> That was power beyond belief. Because what you were saying was, look, me now, Q. You know, uh-uh. It's funny because as, in time, as years went by, and I do what I do, if I went to somewhere, I remember one night at Theatre Roll, um, I had a play there. And we, broke, we, we broke the box office record at that time in 97. And the following month or two, I went to go and see a play there. And one of the bouncers, uh, sorry, one of the security guys recognised me, big queue of people, and he grabbed me and goes, oh, you haven't got a queue. And I was like, no, no, but, but I refused because first and foremost, I could, all I could hear was black people behind me kissing their teeth. Like, oh, yes, cussing. I go to the guy, it's not a problem. I will queue like everybody else. And I've, I've maintained that principle. Um, if I've gone roll lounge or if I've gone anywhere, and whether someone said hello to me or recognised me or whatever, if there's like 10 people in front of me, there's 10 people in front of me. Because I know I wouldn't like it done to me. I don't, you know, me and Richard Black, we went to roll lounge a few months before COVID. Uh-huh. And they came over and he was in EastEnders at the time. And then yeah. the bouncers at, at, at the place knew me as well. I said, Jeff, Richard, come here. I was, I was doing that with my like, mm-mm. I said to Richard, stay where you are. Yeah, right now, everyone love your Vincent character. You walk up that queue there and mm-hmm. go in like a superstar. You saw, I said, you watch Facebook the following day. I'm not in oh, it, I'm happy to stay where I am. And we, and we, and we, he was hosting that, that night. And I was, I, was, I was happy. I stayed in the queue, whatever. And he uh-huh. stayed with me. And then we got in there. I'm not, you know, you, you, I think one thing you have to learn about ego is that um, first and foremost, the, the public pay your wages. Yes. The public are entitled to, to have an opinion on you. I dish it out to everybody comically. I dish it out on Facebook um, if I've got an issue. So I have no problem with people liking me, disliking me, having a view on me. It goes with the territory. Yes, it, it, you know, Jimmy, you've been yourself. You're a talent. It goes with the territory. People are not going to, people are not going to promote you and help you. Pepsi don't go to Coca-Cola for advice. Never Definitely ask your competitors for advice. Hundred percent. So, Never. and on saying that, so who is Jeff the teacher? Because until I've read that, huh? The teacher. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I try to hide that, Jim, but uh, I can't always. Sometimes <laughs> I'm in the dark, and a man with a great big beard walks up to me and goes, "Jeff Schumann," and my heart, boom, 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 boom. Am I going to be? Am I going to be punched? It's like used my history teacher. I'm like, rah. I, I was, I was, I was, I was a popular teacher because I was teaching at 21 getting to my 22nd birthday and I used to allow my um, O-level group GCSE group the elder group to call me Jeff in the classroom not not Mr. Sh- in the classroom outside of that the rules are different my, my A-levels my A-level sociology group were only like four years younger than me okay okay so, so um, number, one, number one there, there was a common bond anyway because of the, the, the age difference yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I became a teacher ostensibly because, you know, I finished my degree and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I was very that talkative. Was... I love drama. Um, and when you communicate, you know, I, I always wanted to be a performer of some kind, Jim. I didn't know what type of performer, but I've been used to having a microphone and whatever. And they came into my uni and they would do like some recruitment drives. And I was still like, I'm still going to go out and get a job. I've, I've done what my old man wanted me to do. I've got myself a qualification. I mean, the, the ceremony, um, for those who've graduated, you've got to pay money for the gown and rah, rah, rah. You must be joking, but I went on a jolly in Chinatown. 
Well, and then that's know. where you had, ain't it? What's all that about? And yeah, then that's yeah. where they had. Because by that time, Jimmy, I become very radicalized. Terrible term. I become um, um, very different in my thinking about my blackness, my Africanness, yes. where yes. we come from. Because I used to go into a place called the School of African Oriental Studies. It was like a sister university to where I studied. And I would go down there and I'd hear all these great lectures. And I'd be thinking to myself, Jimmy, I've been lied to all these years. The history, the knowledge, I just, I just, you know, I just couldn't believe the things that I was hearing. There's a great saying, Jimmy, if you want to hide something from black people, put it in a book. Definitely, great I'll saying. get that. If you want to hide something from black, put it in a book. Because we don't read, we're not encouraged to read. And so by the time I was 22, by 23, I kind of felt I kind of was kind of completing my education. So I started to read started to read and I read a book by a Guyanese author he was killed uh, in Guyana uh, his name was Walter Rodney and it was called How Europe Underdeveloped Africa and at that but then by that time Jemmy you know uh, having gone from like at 14, 15 at that age at school you know I used to have white women's breasts on my locker because <laughs> everybody else did yeah, yeah, didn't know any better yeah of course uh, so I grew of up course. in Acton for every one white girl there was a hundred black guys looking for her because that was because when I was growing up, Charlie's Angels, you know, Farrah Fawcett made now that was that was a, the only black woman on television that was sex. Well, I wouldn't even say sexy. It was Moira Stewart. You know? the news. Yeah, there, there, there. there was no there was no imagery yes. of the, the Williams yeah. sisters. You know, my ex hadn't been had, wasn't playing tennis at that stage. Right, hush, hush. We're going to talk about her yeah, later. Yeah, We're going to talk about her later. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's calling me about her, but we don't chat no more. So, but on a serious, we're going to talk about her later. We've got a segment just to talk about her, but we'll get there later. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, Jim, when you get into what's called knowledge of self, knowing yeah. who you are and what uh -huh. you are, and I start to learn things, basic things like why Dominica's called Dominica, because Christopher Columbus arrived there on a Sunday, and D-O-M-I-N-I-C-A is the Italian word for Sunday. That's why Dominica's, that's why Dominica's got its name that way. It was wow. ridiculous. It was madness. You know, Barbados was called Little England because for 400 years... It was never in the French or the Spanish hands. It was in the hands of the English. So it's called Little England. Why is the way it is. Jamaica was in the hands of the Spanish. It's Jamaica. XA was spelled with an X. XA, that's correct. That's correct. So I started to read, Jim, and it's difficult because when you're reading and, and you're on road with man and man, they're all smoking around you and they're doing it. It's difficult. You can't get that message across to them. Um, when I was a teacher, the man I was moving with, playing football with, they would talk about what they were up to, what they were dealing with. Man was driving van, man was on the tools, man was doing trade. I was teaching in the local school, but right. I got away with it. Like, I never sat there and tried to flaunt my education and say I was doing this and I was... Because I'm no better than anybody, Jim. I'm arrogant when I'm on the radio and I'm arguing because that's, that's my thing, to evoke thought, to try and yes. wake us up, mm -hmm. my, in, my, in my opinion. But I'm no... Just because I've studied... Um, Jim, you know, I don't, you know, I'm speaking as Jeff Schumann for real now. I don't classify as any different from a man or a woman who hasn't studied. It's almost like saying, well, let's, let's watch The Real Housewives or let's watch whatever. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. I like in my private space to do silly things. You and know, why so not? And why I not? I spy with my little eyes, something beginning with, well, you know, we, you know we, 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 I'm a grown man, yes. But I spend a lot of my time being very serious. So if I just want a quick game of noughts and crosses from back in the day, whatever, I'll see how that makes me. I'm sensible the majority of the time. I listen to speech radio. I grew up on Radio 4, catch talk sport, but I'm not really in a, bring back the tune! I'm blood class. I'm not, you know, I understand it. I'm of it and I'm from it, Jimmy. But I'm yeah. not about that, Jimmy. 
so, so where I get often criticised, I remember a man that you and I know very well from my time at Platinum. Uh-huh. He and said that Schumer's not really like us. But, but here, guess what his, his analogy was? He doesn't smoke weed. He's never been to jail. I bet he's never boxed a gal before. What, what, what kind of what kind of standards? What kind of standards is that, Jim? And I still and guess what? I don't talk to that man anymore anyway. But that's another no, 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 subject. But, 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 yeah. but you know, no, understood. Look what I was being measured upon. I've never been arrested. I've, I've never been to jail. Um, I studied. Um, I, I don't have multiple children all over the place. And I'm not saying, I mean, before anyone jumps on me, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It, it was, if you're looking after your family and you can do that's that, good. whatever. But uh, because, Jimmy, you know me, that's how we met, Jimmy. I wasn't yeah. about slackness on the radio. I, I know our, our people can do better. I'm all for having fun. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. you, you go on YouTube, you'll see, if you're lucky, maybe 600,000 for a Malcolm X video and 16 million for Stormzy. Yeah. It's where, it's where it's where people are at, and it's the, the mindset. Yeah, it's a mindset, Jim. And and, I, and I'm I'm proud and happy to say I have a laugh. Mm-hmm. I love to have a laugh, Jim. I stoke controversy. I will say things uh, about certain people, certain imagery, the sisters, the brothers, so we can have a debate. But then I like to think I'm skilled enough to unpack it and say, well, look, you know, okay, and that that was the the fun part. Now we need to get serious. We need to fight for the hearts and minds of our children. The images that our young children... My mate's a deputy head teacher, who I know you know as well, Jimmy. And I'm, when I go into his school and I meet some of these, these young black boys and young girls, their self-esteem and the things that they talk about, Jimmy, and the songs that they sing. You know, I, I said before, I didn't know about... What's her name? Who's the one who sings the WAP song? I've forgotten their name. The WAP song. Wet Ass P song. Um, Boy, I think that one might have missed me too because I, oh, I, I, I will play a little bit of stuff. She's huge in the music world. I, can't, I just don't know. I, can't, I don't listen to her stuff. So, um, but I discovered that too because two young women in their school uniform, my local Tesco, were singing it. And they're about 14. I was thinking, oh, what a bombo. And then I got home, spoke to my son, who's, who's studying in the States, um, and I said to him, Look, I just heard this song, these young black. And he goes, Oh, it's Cardi B's her name. Yeah. He goes, Oh, that's Cardi B's tune. So who the hell's Cardi B? So I did my research. Because sometimes you have to inform yourself yes. to what young people in the mindset. And, and we're the most sexualized race of people. We're the race of people who are actively encouraged, like Francis Cress Wilson says, we're encouraged to sing at our own demise, to curse ourselves. Unless you, you eloquently and gently explore issues with people, they won't be able to hear you. They'll feel you're lecturing them, you're telling them off. And I, I don't do any of that, Jim. When well, I meet anybody who hasn't furthered their education, it's just a conversation. If all you want to do is talk about, is it, what's her name, um, Nana or Nene from um, Real Housewives, I'm not looking down on you. That's what you That's what you watch. That's what you want to do, no. And that's what you want to do, and whatever. I if think I want the term is live and let live, isn't it? All right. I don't smoke, Jimmy. A lot of my friends do. They'll sit down, they'll bill up and whatever, but they know not to bring it to me or offer it to me. Not because there's anything wrong with them smoking because yeah. cannabis has been proven it's got healing qualities most of the guys I know who smoke just want to sit down chill and have a laugh and drink a Guinness I don't Jim I, I, that's just no. not what I do but and I anybody really, who really wants to check for you Jeff they, they need to let you do you because if you allow someone to do them and they allow you to do you you usually end up getting on fine and the question that is in my mind now it's got to be comedy how did we get there? Where did we get there? When did we get there? Comedy, comedy, comedy. I, I, I used to take my students, I, I illegally used to use the minibus from Acton High School 
illegally, um, <laughs> like supposed field trips and stuff. And I had to take my students, about nine of them, to a place called the 291 Club. Yes. Um, and then um, I went to the comedy store one, one Monday evening. And there was a black guy on, Felix Dexter. Okay. Um, and I used to have what was called the Gong Show, where you got up as a comic and then you. Um, I remember it. Right. And I won. I won forever. And so I knew I had something to say, but often you need somebody around to kind of not disguise you, but like, how do you get on the circuit? What do you do? Whatever. Um, um, and then I, 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 at the time when I liked comedy, got to know one or two other new comics who, who, who was looking to start. Rue Lickle was one of them. Um, uh, Roger D. Blackwood, Blackwood and them were the next generation. Yeah, they're the next generation. Just after Felix and Mike. They're, they're the junior jammers generation. Trace, junior jammers. Yeah, I'll you. All right. Well, I thought you mean I thought you and me were the same. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, we would have done. But I liked comedy. I liked entertainment, and I, I've always had a gift for writing. You know, Jim, you give me a subject now, you can test me now, and I can rhyme on anything. I really can. You, you, you give me the subject matter, and I'll come up with four or five or six bars. I rhyme very quickly. I speak quickly. I rhyme quickly. I write quickly. I can write a play in, in five or six days. All I need is a, is a subject matter. Subject matter. Well, no, I, I, I kind of I, I get that because sometimes well I, I haven't done it for a good few a hot minute now but I will be in a dance and you know I'm a white man and I will say sometimes in a dance give me a subject and I will yeah. and I will and I will deal with it said way yeah I could say I just came off of another Zoom interview by Femi and now another Zoom now I'm talking with Jemmy we're talking we're crafting we're having a laugh I'm not quite sure about Jemmy I think he might be daft you know we're having a round. <laughs> There's wine and there's nibbles. I think the podcast is called Shamps and Giggles. So I can just, I just had that ability, um, uh, and it, you know, it's, it kind of frightens some people. Yeah, it's a process. It's a process. And not, yeah, my, nobody my has brain, it. I'm able, I'm able to do that. When I wrote the, the pantomime, Josie in the Multicolor Weave, I remember I was with the great <laughs> Dennis Bavell, countryman of yours, and he said, and he looked at the songs, and I said to him, "Yeah, I'm just working on another one. I, I, I've written them. I wrote them." Like, and he goes, "Come here, brother. When did you write them songs?" He said. I think I started Tuesday, today's Friday. And then Dennis <laughs> Bavel, like, like high praise from Caesar, the god who I love and admire, um, the founder of Love is Rock. And he was like, Schumann, you've got a serious skill there. And, and I've had it from, you know, I won a writing competition when I was 20, and that, it was called the Ace of National Black Writers Competition, and I won it one year. Um, wow. Very first time I ever entered it. Um, and I've got the, 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 the award proudly sitting on my wall. So I, I've got the ability to do those kind of things and so I always want to do comedy and when you're a teacher you're standing in front of an audience when you stand in front of an audience the difference with a comedy audience and a classroom kids leave. Kid, the kids have to behave they can't leave they have to do whatever so transferring <laughs> that to, to the stage all I ever did was talk about my upbringing that you know I would see uh, for example I, I would say things like you know I dreaded going back to school because you know I said these kids nowadays are so lucky they're so lucky they get to go to Clark's, get their feet measured. You get me? They go get their, they go with their mum to buy their school uniform. I never once, J- Jimmy, throughout my life, ever went with my mum to get my school uniform. Like a lot of black kids of my generation, we had one size and one style. My mum would bring it home and would say, it will fit you. Yeah, that, and it that, done that, 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 that was the school uniform. It um, done like Dessa. My feet were size seven at school, or size eight. My mum would buy size 10 and put newspaper in there. <laughs> I've been walking around like Frankenstein because of the paper again. Because that, that was, but that was a generation that yeah. I grew up in. You know, kids handed down clothes to kids. 
Do you understand? I have three sisters, so you can imagine the, the, the pain that I went through. Oh dear. Hand me downs. You know I saying? had two sisters, but I was all right. I was cool. Oh, you're, 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 you're lucky. So my, my, my comedy is about the black experience. I've been told so many times by white comics, you know, you go on the white circuit and whatever. I've got no interest. I've got no LBC just after the, before the pandemic. Would I be interested in overnight? I've got no interest, Jim. I've got no interest. I, I don't want to be controlled and talk to Bob from Southend. You're not British. You, you know, you can't be. As much as I love LBC, they have to toe the line on that station. Apart from Masjid, they have to toe the line, and that's not good. And knowing you, towing the line doesn't work, does no, it? No, no. Got, I've got no time for Nick for racist. But, you know, it's just popular views, popular shit, like John Gorn, populist things to evoke thought and stuff and whatever and whatnot. Quite often we are portrayed in such a negative way. As black men, all we do is father children. You know, we're, we're less than 8% of the British of population, the population, including Greeks, yep. including Asians and whatever. But the African-Caribbean male is 31% of the prison population. Now, now look at that discrepancy. So when I want to complain about the imagery that we have on television, that sin is acceptable all the time, only all I'm ever asking for, Jamie, is one thing, you know me well, that's why I'm doing this podcast, I'm only just asking for a balance. Black, like, yeah. black men like me, and I know loads, we do exist. We do fall in love with black women. We do love our culture. That's not me saying that nobody from no other culture. Only, I'm not talking about anybody's relationship. I've got no business. I don't care who anyone dates. I've yep. got no problem with mixed relationships or any relationship. Love is love. But, yep. I'm, I, but you know, but, but the, the people who tend to always put in front of us are never with us, but talk for us. I'm referring yes. to myself now. These, these, these celebrities, whoever, whatever, all I ever do is just Google a, a blah, blah, husband or what. And then I tell, okay, it makes sense now. I, I don't know if you've ever seen the business minister, Kwesi, Kwesi Karteng. Yes. Kwame Karteng. Have you ever seen him? He's a business. He's a business. He's a business um, uh, uh, minister. Close your eyes and listen to it. It could be Boris Johnson. Yeah, he's got that, that that particular set. So you can imagine him, Lammy, all of them, Sean Bailey, all, all of them. So it kind of that's why it kind of like I look at Raheem Sterling recently, and I'm mm. a Liverpool fan. Joe Gomez got married. I'm looking at the yes. pictures of his wedding. I'm like, wow, because there's not that expectancy. Did not like, yeah. And now for me to speak like this, it's almost like you're going to get in trouble. Why, why can I not say that black women are beautiful? I'm not saying nothing about Asian women or white women because I'm not, I'm making a statement that, that, that black women are... And unfortunately, that your that statement is a factual statement, but some right. people will be offended by it. Okay, so they can say whatever they want to say. I'm sorry, exactly. I've, I've, read, I've read too much history and know too much about my history to have anybody. See, when you've got knowledge yourself, I'm yes. not scared. Jimmy, when choice sacked me, I had to hold my head up high, I went out of the building. I've been sacked. But I wasn't sacked because I wasn't any good. I was sacked because the new white management who bought the station were determined to make sure that we as black people listened strictly to music. Now, choice got its license in 1990, um, Jim, I don't know if you know, to play more reggae, more soca, more gospel, things that are entrenched in our community. To us. Look yeah. at what it is now. Reggae is relegated to overnight. There's no gospel on the station anymore. No soccer on the station. What does that tell you about the people who bought the station and the mindset and the plan that they have for us as black people? Yeah, they don't care about. They don't care about what we want. They they have their own agenda. And, and most pirate stations, you know, are funded by men who are involved in drugs. I mean, I say yeah. openly, in one way or another. Say it openly, on, not hiding know. that, or have been in the past. So, what's their agenda? To promote dance after dance after dance after dance. 
and more dance. And use terminology like baby mother. I meet mean, Jimmy, you were in a meeting one time. I made you laugh, and man was talking about, listen, you mustn't be late for your show. How you gonna say, if it's a baby mother, I went, yo, well, can we, can we, can we, can we, you know, if you can't say the mother of your child, and you were laughing. Yeah. I said, you were, I went, listen. Yeah, I remember the meeting. You can't I remember say, it, Jeff. If you lot can't say the mother of your child, it's like some sort of effing machine. Yeah, that's Clark, that's Susie, yeah. that's the baby mother. She's got a name. It's such a, for me as Jeff Schumann, it is such a disrespectful term. I can't tell another man what language him, he or she may use. That's mm, up to yeah. you. In my presence, don't refer to a black woman as a baby mother. 100% agree. Because quite often it's a disrespectful term, boy, I don't get on my baby mother and blah, blah, blah. So when you met her, was her name baby mother? I know in some cultures it's entrenched, but this is just the standards that I have, Jem. You know I'm a joker, Jemmy. I have a laugh and whatever and whatnot. But for real, but if we don't, if we don't check terminologies and our language, is you know terminologies and languages what hold you back and also what propels you forward. Well, you know, like those that read are those that lead. Um, like I say, Jem, uh, um, it's like being bipolar because it's part of that. There's that half of me that's like you know, you know, you're really rolled. You know, so you're ghetto and you're proud of it, whatever that may or may not mean. And the mm -hmm. other half is, when you go into school as a consultant, you've got to behave as that professional Mr. Schumann. You've got to, you know, I, I, we, we took a young woman's phone off her a couple of years ago. She was playing with it in class. And the teacher that took it, when we saw some of the pictures they, in the gallery oh and a couple God. of video clips of initiation ceremonies of uh, two black boys and a, and a young black girl, um, being forced to give them oral sex. Wow. Jimmy, you couldn't make it up, Jimmy. So wow. we're fighting for the hearts and minds of our children. So whilst we're busy watching all the soaps and we're, we're, we're screaming out about it when someone black gets killed in, in custody and yeah. we're screaming out about, about uh, um, immoral, immoral behaviour of the police and George Floyd and whatever, well, we wake up to the reality that only we can police ourselves. 100%. You know, you know Jimmy, if, if, if I was good at playing Jewish music, I knew, or Asian music, no matter whatever happens, they would absolutely make sure, because sure, they respect and love their culture, that we could never get to the top of it. We wouldn't yeah. be allowed. No, definitely not. Now explain Roddy Gunn and Westwood. Hmm. Right. And the mere fact oh, comment. And the mere fact a man wants to say something about the process of mental slavery, the first thing you get told is, no, 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 but he's different and blah, blah, blah. You make more money than anybody else out of our music. You, you, you know, there'll be a flyer with just your face on there and, 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 and no, it's only in more recent times, man like Ernie, Daddy Ernie, I was telling Ernie this a choice. They've woken up and said, listen, I'm on the same bill as him, put my picture on there. Fuck are you and not of put course. my picture on there and blah, blah, blah. Whatever, like you're doing anything that's unusual. Look, when, when there were clashes in Jamaica, one year Saxon went, I suppose to Trevor Sachs, they thought Roddy could have missed the plane. They were, they were in economy. The promoters who were black, where was Rodigan in first class? They put him in first class. Look at that, man, look, look at that mentality. Liberties. Look at that. No, sorry, but, but, but to explore that, Jimmy, you have to have a mindset where people are open to those discussions. Otherwise, you're accused of being um, uh, prejudicial, attacking. When you give, this is what this is what they don't want from us, Jim. The most important thing is to deny him or her their history. Yes. If you, Jemmy, leave where you live now, I know we, live, we don't live far, and if you came to live in my area and you went to see a doctor, before that doctor, before he or she could prescribe you any medication, your new GP needs to know what? Your medical what? History. Your medical history. Okay. And our history has been so tainted and portrayed to us that, you know, we, you, you couldn't tell me, Jemmy, uh, we used to play football growing up called Jamaica's Be The Rest. 
Everyone was smoothly and all that rubbish there. You couldn't tell me, Jemmy. Mm. I'm a proper descendant. You couldn't tell me at 13, 14 that I was African. How dare yeah, you? No, no, me too. Me too. It's wild. Tarzan speaks for us. That's the imagery. Well, I used to watch Westerns. I, yep. used, to, I used to cheer for the Cowboys, not knowing that you men them teeth their land, the yep. red Indians. You looked at this and that to them. I didn't know any better because my education was conditioned for me to behave like that. So when I go and meet people, I just suggest simple little bits of reading, Jim. So if, yeah. I, if I said, for example, about how we how we became Africans, or sorry, how we got, how we were dehumanized. If you take a pig and you paint wings on it and you throw it off a building, it can't fly. <laughs> it's nature. If a cat is born in a stable, it's still a cat. It's not a horse. So how did we suddenly go from being Africans or Commissions or Nubians, kidnapped by Europeans for 475 years, and then we become West Indians? Why is it called West Indies? Because Columbus was lost and he thought he was in the West of India. He met the wrong tar, the wrong turn, didn't it? Yeah. So that, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. So now we're Jamaicans, we're Bayesians, we're Dominicans, we're, we're, we're you know, we're, when, we, when we were strong, do you remember the West Indies cricket team when we were great? Come on, man. I lived in Campbell, man. I used to be in the Oval all the time. Oh, right, my brother. Right. So what was that? A federation of, of, of the different Caribbean states to form one big team. Unity yep. strength. I don't, like I say, Jim, I really don't have any time to go and tell anybody that they, that they should read because education has been portrayed to us in a very negative way. But what I do was from when I was at uni, there was no YouTube. I could have cheated. My my first dissertation was 5,000 words handwritten. Wow. My second one was 10,000 words, my master's, which was typed. Um, life, microfiche in the library, this little thing, film thing, film things. You had to push it in this machine and run, put it, it's madness. Wow. They did the typewriter. What I'm saying, uh, Jim, is that I'd like to think I'm living proof that you can be both serious and silly. You know, I love my, you know, you know, Jimmy, I love my culture. When I say I love my culture, I, I, I love when I see progression. I love when we, 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 you know, for years I hosted the Black School Awards and never got no press coverage. And I used to make a running joke when I was hosted and say, if we want to, if we want to feature ourselves on Sky News tonight or on telly, can somebody stab somebody outside or shoot somebody? Oh, shit. And that way, but, but that was the reality. Yeah, yeah. They never ever want to portray us in a positive light. They never ever. What's everyone getting crazy about right now? My generation, something called blue blue therapy. I don't know if you've seen it um, about relationships, but basically, it's black couples very dysfunctional and arguing and whatever. Okay, that's how, that's how people I've seen see it. Blue therapy. It's called blue therapy. I, I saw about three minutes of one. I heard what she was saying to the guy in the arguments, and I thought, yeah, no problem at all. But they were sitting in front of this counselor who was an actress, um, a white female. But yet again, it was just portraying us as black people constantly arguing. My my oh. mission in life. With what the things that I'm writing is to try and change the narrative. I've got listen, hands up. I like Mo Gilligan, but nothing against Big Nasty. But if Big Nasty spoke with an, an, uh, the decorum of, of, of in a different type of way, what other culture would have someone go on there on, on a major television channel and say, "Well, you know what? I love smoke weed, and I can't function without it." And getting, I mean, when they went to Jamaica, it was the biggest assault on Jamaican culture that I've ever seen in my life. They interviewed wow. the so-called Queen of Slackness, like it, like it's a badge of honour. So they they went they went to Jamaica to show the worst because I've never actually seen the show. But if you're oh, gonna go, Jimmy, on... it's on it's on catch up. You know, I, I've never been so offended and angry in my life at, at that constant portrayal. But and then you give awards to people 
for that level of portrayal. And then when there are other people, Dave Baptiste, brilliant young comedian, Nabil Abdul Rashid, you know, you, because of what they're talking about, respect yeah. They're singing the, the, the right narrative for the people that want it to be that way, right? Okay, so you need to look at the people, Chairman, because you'll be blocked because you don't, you're not bomba clarte, rah, 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 and whatever. And you're quite an intelligent man. You're quite witty and funny with it. That, that, that if you go against the grain, you've got no chance in this society. No chance. You've got, I'm saying to you straight, you've got no chance. You know, I like Angelica Bell. She does the Martin Lewis show. Fantastic. Give her a chat show. She's like any normal black woman that I know in my life. Never. But they're panning right now as we speak to give Alison the, the laughing bear. Again, before anyone gets jumped up on me, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Alison. I'm asking for a balance. She came from a reality TV program where she laughed so much my television used to shake. <laughs> She's on this morning, just yeah. laughing every time. We were there. <laughs> Michael Richards, the football, the football pundit. Every 10 seconds, he's like, it. Look, Jimmy, Frank Bruno was no accident. Yeah, definitely Frank Bruno not. was no definitely accident. Not. Big, inarticulate, no, well, you know what I mean, Harry. You know, how much black men would play Man Friday as a savage? I think it's acceptable. Because there's no... When Lewis Lewis came along, Lloyd Hannigan, they never liked them. They no. didn't fit their stereotype. Look at, no. look, at, look, at, look at Andy Joshua. Able, articulate, look at his choice of life partner, whatever. He's like yes. he's heavyweight champion in the world. He's not going to um, uh, win the Sports Personality of the Year because he doesn't no. fit their brief of how they like to see us. Linford was from road, down the road from me, Shepherd's Bush and whatever. Yep. What was the story? Linford's got five kids. He's a runner. What, 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 what are you talking about? Always <laughs> trying to portray us in that. Hunnigan had six kids. Always trying yep. to portray us in that. Any story they can, they always go after us. But just, but just look at the irony of it though. How many, prime, how many kids has our Prime Minister got? So how many children has our Prime Minister got? Why do you think, um, <laughs> why do you not think he couldn't do nothing about Hancock? Because he, he he was caught on the GLA, appointing one of his one of his, one of his, one of his the woman actually sold the story on him. Johnson's done equally as reprehensible, if not more, uh, yep. uh, multitudes of, of behaviour. So he couldn't sack Hancock. Hancock had to resign because then the press would have said, "Oh wait 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 wait." No, you know Johnson didn't make no moral statement about his behaviour or his conduct because he couldn't, Jimmy. No, he said, "I accept his I I accept what is it? I accept his answer yep. and it's done with." And it's done with. Well, well, like I say, Jim, at least you've seen me in real time. That's how we met in real life. I, I met yep. I met Joseph, who was the chair of, of, of this organisation. Joe had, Joe had a fantastic idea. I was hosting a comedy show at Tabernacle. Joe came in as a punter. But what Joe had was an idea, again, about unity, was to get mm. Caribbean businesses, restaurants, all on one single directory. Yeah. Yes. Get them into cater catering in specific places rather than just competing, but unifying. I even went round with Joseph. We went to Joe, Joe remember we went to Halston Joe to speak to King Sound, we went to, to Labrick Grove, whatever. No one was interested. I said, you know what, what now, Joe? Forget all them. I've got an audience at Tabernacle. You come, you come, and I want you to speak. And let people know. Joe spoke for 10 minutes. And after that, we developed a community slot at a comedy show. Before mm -hmm. the break, somebody would do something in the community was invited to speak for 10 minutes to a comedy audience to plant seeds and then people yes. put out their business cards and whatever we're way ahead of our time because for me Jemmy I'm not, I've got no chance I've got a thing that they're looking at in development now about a black father but you know straight away the black father has to be it wasn't said to me 
but it was hinted quite heavily that the, the black father should be in a mixed relationship and blah blah. And I'm like, you know, that that, that that's why I love blackish. Yeah. I love it too. I, I, you know, <laughs> my wife and kids are Cosby. It's imagery that I can relate to. Again, I stress on this platform, I'm not against what anybody does. I'm not. I'm just saying that the deal that we as black men get is very raw and very unfair by a media that controls us. And if you don't know your history or where you're coming from, you'll follow anybody's path. There's that great African proverb, which is, um, until you know who and what you are, you become anything that they tell you you are. Yep. And that's me, James. I mean, I, I mean, there'll be some people shocked today to see the serious side of me. Thought I was going to just come on and have a banter and a laugh, which I will do with you. So oh, that's, that's coming, that's coming. That's the comical coming. side to me. But that, that, you know, that, that, this is where I'm at. In my head, Jimmy, in my thoughts, all the things my father told me I needed to do, buy a property, I managed it. Car, I managed it. The things that my father owned things, you know, own possessions, rather than be leasing and renting. Not everyone's in that fortunate position, but when I was making the money, Jim, when I was on television and radio, Jim, I didn't waste a penny of it. Only one year I bought a very silly car, and then two years later it was worth half the value. So I realised that cars depreciate. Yes. So what I then did was realise that, you know what, if ever I hit on bad times or sad times, let me make sure that let me clear a mortgage. Okay. Let me let me not. But you know, I learned, I love cooking, Jimmy, and I learned to cook because when I was seventeen, my parents were always going away. Me and my mate was a deputy head teacher. We had fish and chips on Christmas Day. I couldn't cook at seventeen. I couldn't cook. I was at sixteen. I couldn't cook. Wow. You know, many years. I'm only what twenty one now. But you know, Jim, there aren't many things that I can't cook. I love cooking. Please don't give out my competition um, answers, yeah? So just, right, just keep apologies. that to but yourself, you know, Jimmy, yeah? I, I put stuff on, on on social media. I'm proud of where I've come to. Whether it be Oxtail with butter beans. Well, I try not to eat as much red meat because I'm training now. But, you know, if I'm doing curry goat, if I'm jerking chicken, uh, most of my friends were actually born in Jamaica. And when I started moving with them, man would say, that, that's not jerk. He hasn't been marinated for two, three days. I'm like, scratching my head thinking, what? So I've learned to do things and behave and season in a particular way, cook in a particular way. I love, you know, I, I do wicked fish. I, I, I love cooking. I really do enjoy, enjoy it. Well, why, am I, why am I spending money, Jeremy, going to a big restaurant? Jenny, they like to go, oh, let's go Italian. Well, I like Spanish food. Well, then you know what? Send me some WhatsApps to the place. I mean, I've got them. You know, let me support my own businesses. You yes. go in Chinatown, the place is populated with Chinese people. It's Chinatown, isn't it? It's Chinatown. You go into Asian restaurants, Caribbean restaurants, you hear black people. No, why should I go and support that? I can cook at home myself. No, I hear that. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Jim? Why know... should I avoid that? Why should I do blah, blah, blah? From Joseph's idea all those years ago, we couldn't get it off the ground. Because it's the mentality no you, of the mistrust and no unity. But before we start making noise on ourselves, who planted the seeds of our disunity? Have I got time for a quick story, Jim, before 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 uh, you can get rid of me? If, if I've well, got over, tell me, we can stop. Um, no, go on. We can have a quick story. We need to talk about Serena. We need to talk about Serena, Rhiannon, and, and a few others. But let's have a quick story. Let's the story talk is, the things. The story, the story is, how do we get our names? Um, a missionary many years ago was, arrived in Africa and he met an African called Jabuhu. And he changed Jabuhu's name to John. And he said, John, this is what the missionary said. There are three things you must do to become a good Christian. One, you must never tell lies. If you tell lies, you won't go to heaven. He gave him this book called the Bible, sorry, the Bible. And he quoted chapters and verses and told him what he needed to do, whatever, 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 whatever. And he said, 
you must never eat meat on a Friday because our Lord Jesus Christ, that's why we observe Good Friday, don't we? As black people, uh -huh, uh -huh. um, so he said that you must never eat meat on a Friday because our good Lord died on that day and whatever. So that missionary went throughout Africa, converting Africans, changing their names, whilst his mates came into all the resources and stole everything. Then um, he came back after three years and he saw John and his family. John and his family had been starving that day and John had gone out to, um, to, to do some hunting and um, didn't catch anything. So, yeah, so he, he caught a fish and it was a Friday. So the missionary came back and said, um, John, how are you? He said, I'm fine, Father. He said, are you still a good Christian? Yes, I am, Father. That good book that I gave you, he goes, Father, look, watch this. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom. So he recited the Lord's Prayer. He said, um, Father, in the words of that good book you gave me, sit at my table. So the father sat down. It was a Friday. Remember, he told him, you mustn't eat meat on a Friday. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. it was fish in the pot. So, um, sorry, there was meat in the pot. I, I apologize because it's Good Friday. So uh, he said, Father, you know, let me uh, eat my table. So the father was about to, he goes, what's this? He said, um, how do you mean, Father? He said, um, that's meat. John said, no, no, sorry, Father, it's fish. He said, he said, he put his hand in again, pulled out the carcass, said, fish don't have carcass. What, what are you doing? He goes, no, Father, I'm, 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 I'm eating fish. He goes, that is not fish. He pulled out the two ears. The fish don't have ears. He says, so what on earth are you doing? You're lying to me. I told you, if you lie to me, you won't go to that magical place in the, in the sky called heaven. He said, that, um, Father, look, I was starving today. Didn't catch any fish. I know today's Friday. I went into the woods. I killed that rabbit. And I took it over to that pond. I threw water over its head. And I said, <laughs> rabbit, you become fish. <laughs> the father goes, but you know, that's impossible. You can't change things like that. He said, but when I met you three years ago, my name was Jabuhu. You took me over to that same pond and threw water over mine and told me my name was Shop. <laughs> I tell that story in schools all the time. And you <laughs> see young black boys and girls and white kids, their eyes open up. If you can yeah, tell stories for no. edutainment, if you can tell stories in an inter in interesting way, and teach history in an interactive way where you're not lecturing people, you're just giving them a sight of the facts, Jimmy. And that's, that's what I'm yes. asking for, Jimmy, in my Facebook postings. I just love, love to see the African and Caribbean community not being portrayed all the time as effing dysfunctional. All right. Ladies and gents, Shams and Giggles, thank you so much for, for allowing me to rant and stuff. Anything you want to ask me of a comical nature, Jimmy, I'm all yours. Okay, so first and foremost, what the hell did you do to... to to my girl that she can't play Wimbledon now and, no, and I want no, the truth no. Jeff I want the truth tonight I want the truth I'll talk, I'll talk the things yeah I want the truth Jeff I'll talk the things and I don't care which black woman it upsets on here the talk the truth lad talk the truth lad I'll talk the truth the reason why I'm not with that girl no more yeah I'm not with her no more I kind of woke up and realised that Serena was after my money yeah yeah a money thing she, yeah the girl, the girl don't want to work she want to play tennis there's no money. Uh, uh, no, what kind of thing that? You got it for a meal and I've got to get the check. The girl needs to find a job. And I kept on I warned her, you know. I warned her. I kept telling her. I kept telling her. You want to keep a man like me, you have to learn to cook about she going on tour here and tour there, whatever. I couldn't take it no more. I had to dash it. The sister now, I always wow. find the other one, Venus. More my my kind of thing still. But you, know, oh. you, take, you take lesser of two evils. You understand? So that's why. She lost the other day. She calls me. Jeff. Can I come and see you? What for? You've got a youth now with somebody else. You can't bring no jacket to me. It's over. We're friends. And if you don't like it, that's up to you. 
I'm not going back. But the rumors are saying the rumors are saying she's put on weight since she left you and she's depressed. Long time. She took my weight, in fact, on the back. No, a long time, <laughs> father. Long, long time. Not even up for discussion. Long, 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 long time. I was coaching her, trying to help her, but she sometimes with these sisters, they just can't hear. And Spice, don't you dare roll your eyes. I'll tell you about yourself as well. Sometimes they just can't hear. They got a good thing going, and they just spoil it. You know, how many times you've been in a relationship? It's all going good. After about a nine month, hit a woman. What are we doing? What is this? Oh what is this? That, that commitment conversation starts. I wasn't prepared to give up my fame because I, I don't know if you know, there's an actor called Denzel Washington. I know you might have heard of him called Denzel Washington. I have, I have. I have yeah. Well, it's not my fault. Everybody says him and I look alike. So when I go out enough places... He's been ringing off my bloody phone today, Jeff. He's been ringing off my phone. He wants to come on. And I said, no, that can't work. It's, 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 it's a burden I have to bear with. Yeah, it's a burden. I, I don't know what he does for a living. I, I understand he's an actor. But when people are saying to me, when's my next movie coming out and whatever, I don't know what they're talking about. So I had to write a cease and desist letter to his people telling them he needs to go and get some plastic surgery and alter his looks. He can't be as handsome as this. He needs to sort himself out. He's not well. It's mental psychosis. There's something not right about the man, dear. It's, it's, it's just not good, is it? No, he won't allow you to be you. Well, I'm just saying, Jimmy, I, I can't help it, Jim. As I, I say, I don't know what he does. Apparently he makes films, and apparently he's an American. That's what I know about him. Okay. His name is Washington. Now, you, you've got no business trying to cash in on my fame. I don't know you. You don't know me. How dare you? How dare you? Bloody what kind, of person, Jimmy, what kind of a person does that? I really don't know, but I do, I'll tell you what, dude, I have, a, I, have, I have a question, or I have a statement from a lady, and it's, it's, it's from Jill. She says, I have an important question for Jeff. When we talk about support of our people, why is it that we as black women, we help and support our black men and yet then they reach fame and leave us, the black women, for the white women because we are then portrayed as aggressive and not European enough? Yeah, I'm right. Uh, okay, no, um, let me oh, be clear. Again, it's about an individual, it's about the mindset of the person, Jim. I understand that. And there is this over-exuberance to, to always portray black women as, as the angry black women. There's always that trope, that nuance that says whatever and whatnot. I can't speak for individuals, Jem. I can't speak for uh, Jill. I can't speak about why men do that. But I can say that I can say about my own self, up until about the age of 14, 15, I thought black women were ugly. And not ugly in terms of, oh, no, I never, because I, I never saw the images. My mum used to beat me like a runaway slave. So I saw I black women that. as very strong. I saw black women as very, very mad. You know, my mum used to manhandle me in ways like you could only imagine that social services. Oh, yeah. I was more scared of my mum than I was of the police. That's probably why I got, I got I stayed out of trouble. And I had big sisters who used to beat me up. However, you, you get to a, a mindset, you start reading things. And by the time I was 18, 17, 18, you know, you couldn't tell me nothing. I'd look at black women and be like, rah, they might look to me as a gorilla. I was slim them time there. But I, I, maybe I might have been too dark or whatever or whatnot, but I was all right. 18, 19, I was, I mean, I was slender, good sports, lots of hair, I was all right. But I loved sisters. I just, you know, with a, with, it's like, almost like a disease, Jim, where, yes. you know, and, and that's never left me to this day. But can I also make a point? It is not me saying about any other culture or any other woman that I don't find attractive. It just happens to be that when I go somewhere and I'm in a room, I remember I was at Chris Eubanks, um, the christening of, 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 I think his second or third child. Uh -huh. There are about 400 of us there. Me, me, me and myself, Richard Blackwood, and a guy called Robbie Jr. from the Royal McCoy at the time. Mm -hmm. I swear mm -hmm. they thought that me and Richard were maybe a couple. 
because we're the only black couple there. And loads of these black men with their white partners. And um, yes. and, and the only black woman I remember seeing was the one from the Sugar Babes called Keisha Buchanan. I don't know if you remember that band. And my radar yes. went straight to her. And she was there with some guy who looked like Italian or Greek. And I was like, well, it is what it is. No, no one can tell me what I should like. Like, I wouldn't tell anybody what they should like. A friend of mine was up in arms because his, his, his son brought home uh, a partner that he didn't approve of. And I told him straight, you can't tell your son who he should love. Yeah, no, you, you mentioned, you know, we live in a far more integrated society. You did your best. I know what you've done in whatever, but you can't make children's minds. You do what you do. Your relationship is what it is. But if your son's met someone that he's fallen in love with and she likes him, who are you? I said, irrespective of that or not, who are you to tell your child he shouldn't fall in love with someone? It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. After all, them now live with you. Them I live with for your son. And if your son happy, well then just got to deal with yeah, it. Why, why shouldn't he be happy? As long as she loves him for the right reasons and he loves her for, you know, as long as he's not saying things like, I find black women too aggressive. I find black women ugly. As long as I'm not, as long as I'm not hearing them come out of that young man's mouth, You've got my seal of approval. It is the men I grew up with, and I, I know to this very day, who were the first to talk about racism, white people, whatever, you don't get a white woman. And that yeah. is a prejudice of, of a woman that you like, which isn't a problem. But what are you saying about the vagina or the womb that you came out of? It's not good enough today. What kind of madness is that? They're quick, Jimmy, to leap on your yeah, black with black people. You know, we 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 know racism and rah rah rah. But Jimmy, they never ever date black women and I find that we've got a friend like that Jeff they've just suffered to the programming they've suffered to the programming and they don't know any different because I've got a very very good friend and I'm, I'm very much like you you do you and allow me to do me and we'll get on fine now he had X amount of ladies in his life when he grew up but as soon as he got money yes changed changed it doesn't, look at Ian Wright, look at Ian Wright's comment. I'm, I'm not going to say that one because I can't, but he moved to Gillingham, yeah, with his lady, his European lady, and guess what? She told him, you have to cut off all your bridge in them. And he did. Well, if he was happy to do that, he was happy to do that. Look, J J Jimmy, I've got a white female friend, very good friend of mine, only dates black guys. So she took lots of abuse in the, in the 80s, had to leave home because of her racist parents. I love her to bits. Very good friend of mine. I love her, Jim. You know, she's yeah. not one of these women who tries to talk like, yeah, man, and talk like, she's just, just very much herself. Got mixed race children, she just loves her. So I look at her as a mirror of my friendship with her. I know what she's been through, whatever. I don't look at her any less. That's her, that's her preference. But she will not then run down, and she's had some bad treatment in the past from various, but she won't run down and say, black men are this, black men do it. She doesn't do that. So my anger is, are the black men who are quick to jump on about racism, jump on about police brutality and white people, this and that and whatever, yet they wouldn't go nowhere near a black woman. Those are the men I'm talking about. You can't bring that rubbish to me about, yeah, 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 Afro with people and blah, blah, blah. Well, I've seen the last five girlfriends, none of them look like you. So someone's oh, suffering from some form of psychosis. So, but, but remember, Jeremy, I'm not acting. This is me as Jeff. Yeah, no, being real, isn't it? This is me. But, but but when you're like me, you know, when I was at Choice and they got rid of me, I never forget the morning I got sacked. And um, the guy, it was, I was in there with the program controller, a guy called Ivor, and this white guy from Capital Radio. Mm -hmm. All Ivor said to me was, I've got to let you go. So I'm thinking, where am I going? France? Germany? Well, where am I off to? Where am I, where, where am I off to broadcast? <laughs> that was all I ever said. And the white guy took over. And then I said to Ivor before, I, don't let these people use you to tell me this, Ivor. 
Either then got up, left the room. Five years later, they sacked him. They marched him out of the building. Yeah. After he got rid of everybody for them and whatever. The problem controller is now a white guy. You know, this is what happens to us. Oh, by the way, you guys are on mute. Hold on. Jeff, um, Joseph. Yeah. Hold the thought for 30 seconds for me, please. Sure, no worries. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I just yeah. sneezed. No, you see. So, um, yeah, so Piggy, hold on. Wait until Jeff comes back. Uh, he's um, obviously had um, a, a little technical. Um, funny now, Jeff does have a website, which actually I have been looking at. So whilst we wait for him, uh, maybe you guys might have been at one of his shows. Do 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 you, you might you might recognize uh, uh, one one of one of these shows. This was from a tab- tabernacle when he was dressed up as uh, as as uh, as um, the other as hilarious, and that was hilarious. Um, Keep an eye out for for if and when um, Jeff Jeff logs back in. But um, yeah, the shows. I mean, it used to be a packed house. It it was hilarious uh, back in the day, several years ago. Jeff, um, Jemmy, you didn't ask him a good question. What what plans he has for upcoming shows? Um, you know, uh, I know COVID has been upon us, but I mean. COVID is coming to an end now, isn't it? We hope. <laughs> we hope. Um, so this this is um, uh, back in the day stuff. Is he back? Uh, not that I could see. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Jeff, we was just showing uh, slides from your from your website. Um, Whilst you uh, you seem to have got cut off, let's just make you wait. Wait one second. Wait one second, because you can't. Um, nah. Now you can host- to unmute yeah. yourself. Just unmute yourself, please, Jeff. Uh, apolo- yeah. Apologies. Sorry, I don't know what I'm, I was on my laptop and whatever. But um, yeah, I think they've had enough of me now, Jim. I, I knew oh, Jeff. Second, Jeff. Some questions for you. So okay, far um, away. Pinky, let me just make you host there, Pinky. Pinky, you can unmute yourself. So we're going to let them ask the question themselves, Jeff. Okay, fine. Okay, I, I can good t- evening, Jeff. Good, good evening, Pinky. How are good you? Good evening, good evening. Really, 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 really glad to hear what you're saying. Love what you're saying. Uh, I know you've come a long way. We've followed you over the years. But just wanted to say, what are you actually doing now? Because I don't I'm... really watch TV and I'm not really... <laughs> <laughs> I'm too black for TV. I'm too black for TV. My I'm currently I'm currently writing with a guy called Dane Baptiste who's just got a series on YouTube called The 80s of the Black that comes out in a couple of weeks' time. So I've been a co-writer writing with him on that. Um, I, my latest play, which was supposed to go to the Battersea Arts Centre, is called oh, No wonderful. More Excuses. Called No More Excuses, which is set in a classroom and a courtroom. Um, I write, I write plays now. I still, I broadcast as and when I need to. Um, and I'm going to return to the, the entertainment circuit when it opens up. But I've kept myself busy. I've been doing some part-time teaching. Um, right. Oh, uh, wonderful. If it, if it doesn't feel right for me, Pinky, I get asked to do, you know, I get asked to do things like this 
a lot of the time and I just don't do them because I'll, I'll, I'll go in there one week and I'll just see grown black men just talking rubbish. Right. I hear it. I don't see any advancement. The time for it's just my opinion, Pinky. Yeah. yeah. There's a time for as, as shams and giggles to have fun, have a laugh, and then, with as you can see from this platform, there's a time to be serious. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, 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 and I'm all for that balance. I'm not. I'm not here for silly, for stupidness. Please put in the chat bar the play at, at the art center. I will be there. Thank you. Thank you very I will much. Be there. That's my yeah, local. Absolutely. So please. Definitely put that in, and, and that's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when COVID's Great. over, even I'll have an idea. But until then, you know, we're, we're all on furlough. Oh, I, <laughs> hear I hear you. We're, we're I hear you. I hear you. And we give thanks and praise, and hopefully that you'll get through it because it's a difficult time. I'm trying, my sister, but you know, I'm very fortunate that I, I had looked after myself. Um, no, I must admit, I hadn't looked after myself health-wise. I, I put on too much weight back in the day. But I, mean, I, hadn't, I, I looked after myself financially. I made sure that when I had money, I was very sensible with it. And that, as I say, the first thing was to try and become mortgage-free. Absolutely. Really Bless important. You. Well done. It was one of the most well important things in my mm-hmm. whole mantra. I remember the day I bought my house, I ran to my father. I, thought, I went to act and said, Dad, I've done it. I've done it. And my dad was looking at me. And he was like, OK, we're good. No praise. He's like, we're good. Because if, if whatever happens now, the most that can ever be done to me is that if they cut off my gas and electricity, there's candles and there's blankets. And that's it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not um, trapped by anybody else's agenda. My mum's got dementia now, but before she would say the house is too big for a man to be living in by himself. I've got friends, and when friends come over, they got a place for them to stay. That's it. You don't, you don't need to go book into a hotel. You can stay by me. Yeah. That's how it works. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, next person. Bill, there is a question for you. Oh, um, Jeff, as you know, you're supposed to be a good friend of mine. So let, let me no, ask you. No, 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 you like me. No, no, no that was no, funny. No, I don't. But anyway, no, 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 you like I wanted me. to ask you a question because yes, going back to when we talk about black, black culture, black community, um, obviously I used to listen to you at Choice. Now, yes. you've gone kind of full circle because some of your comedy... And some of your sketches was some people consider it derogatory towards Africans, for example. You know, yeah. Matunde was your Babatunde. favorite. Babatunde. That's yeah. right. Now, people, a lot of people were offended by that as well, you know. So when we talk about perpetuation of um, racism within our culture, you were part of that too, because you perpetuated African people. Some were saying a negative like. And I know one of your sketches was about the parking attendants. Can I, can, I tell, can, I, can I tell you where that came from? That involvement, I can tell you now, because my mother's from Sierra Leone. So I grew up, there's a character Felix Dexter does, did, which came from my inspiration. I used to do a, I, used to do, I made my name on the comedy circuit doing a character called Guy and Greg. It was a West African student that was very anti-West Indian. And that was from listening to relatives, friends, well, these West Indians, they don't want to walk, all of them are Lizzie and blah, 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 whatever and whatnot. And so I remember when Felix got his gig in the Royal McCoy, he didn't have any characters. I was like, I've got this character for you. Just come and see me. I'm, I'm at City University. Come and see me on Wednesday. And then we had, because I was doing Ghani and Greg, we made it Nathaniel, the, the, the tax accountant. When I was doing Babatunde, because a lot of West Africans were traffic wardens, the people who loved it the most, more than anybody, were West Africans. I'll tell you why I stopped it at that time. There was a young guy who phoned in one day called Yao Tunde. And he said that, that kids were teasing him at school. He said that, um, that they'd say like, um, yo, 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 Tunde, Tunde Baba, because I did a song on Choice um, that got prominence. I stopped it overnight, I killed it. 
Nigerians in particular and Ghanaians, one guy even got it onto a karaoke machine which they used to do on porkies. We're, we're going mad saying it's a bit of fun, it's a bit of harm. When don't you offend? If I was a Grenadian co- com- comedian or like major hype Jamaican comic, he's doing something that people can have a sinew. They understand the nuances. My attention was never ever to offend my African brothers and sisters. It was a series of phone calls. I did Cockney, I did Posh, I did Italian, you know, I did different accents, and one of them happened to be West African. I take Jill, I absolutely take your point on board. But with comedy, it's subjective. Some will love what you do, and some will dislike what you do. There are some comedy sketches that I look at, and I just shake my head sometimes and think, here we go again, the same old, same old. So of course I'm part of the evolution, and I'm part of the revolution. I, I was doing something that gave more people joy than it did the minority. But you're absolutely right to pull me up on it, Jill. But I stopped it, Jill. If I, were, if I was asked to do it again, Jill, I would, I would probably have a, a poll out there and say, look, I'm known for this Babatunde character. Eddie, Cal- Eddie Caddy went on to do something very similar and very funny. Um, because I could relate to the sentiments, I would laugh. Am I wrong to laugh? I look at Forty Towers, I look at Andrew Sachs, the Manuel character, his lack of English as a Spaniard. Should I be laughing at someone who was being teased for being a Spaniard? And he really wasn't one. I, I'm, not, I'm not religious. One of my favourite films is, is The Life of Brian. And I loved it. I loved The Life of Brian. I've seen it about 40 times. You don't need to follow me. You don't need to follow anybody. We're all individuals. Yes, we're all individuals. But people don't, but you know, again, people get very offended when you attack their faith, when you attack their beliefs. I'm always talking about Grenadians, that they're the only race of people where they put the E where an I should be, and I no, where the E Don't start be. that. Don't, let's not even get well, you into know that. that. I, I eat in my fish. There's no, there's no E in fish. Why are Grenadians saying fish? There's no I in Grenada. Well, it means a Grenadian, you know. Grin, G-R-I-N. There's no I in Grenada. In Grenada. Let's not even go there. Let's not even talk about Grenadians. But, but, but Jill, who are the people who enjoy it the most? Who are phoning, phoning up the radio station? Oh, Jeff, I'm wetting myself. My mum's listening and blah, blah, blah. It's true. That's what we Grenadians say. Jill, it's a bit of fun. You can't please everybody. What I will not do, Jill, is go on the stage and talk about I'm black and I mug people. I'm black and I teeth. I'm not, you're not me, Jill. That, that's not what I do. It's, it's good to be like black women. That's not what I do. Great question, Jill. Great answer, Jeff. We also have a question from Kaz. So, Jeremy, Kaz, can you unmute yourself, please? Got a question for Jeff? Sorry, sorry. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? How you doing, my sister? You good? I'm very well, thank you very much. Tell us about your weight loss journey. Oh, um, I became unwell in 2000, I think it was 2011, 12, I think it was, 2000, and, well, we know, 220. So in 2012, probably weighing about 18 and a half stone, always trapped in black, wouldn't take a risk with bright colours, because that's, I became known as the big man of comedy, and that's how I'd um, become known. And um, I injured my left leg pretty badly at the time. And they told me before they could do any form of operation, and I couldn't believe it. They told me, because I need to lose weight? But I'm like, what? So they, they couldn't, they, I, was, I, was, I was a risk for them to operate on me. And then um, 2013 came and I did something very silly. I, I did what was called the Luther Vandross diet. There's a thousand calories in a, in a protein shake. Joe was probably living in America at the time. Because I, I looked at Luther, because I love Luther, love the music. 
I just thought, I saw him on the Oprah show, and I thought, wow. He was like a different person. Saw the, saw the Luther Vandross, the so-called diet, the so-called dietary shakes of a thousand calories. I nearly killed myself because my body was used to eating three and a half thousand, four thousand calories a day. Um, and then with some good TLC and some very good friends, and so I fluctuated for a year and a half. I couldn't lose weight. I lost weight. And for the, the six months of sacrifice, guys, the weight came back on. Just like that. I couldn't lose weight. It's like, you know, you, you spend six months of sacrifice and lose a stone and a half, two stones. It's brilliant. And in the space of a month, the whole two stone comes back. And it killed me. And then I knew about nutrition. I joined the gym and my best mate, one of my best mates, a guy called Jason, who was older than me and looks about 10 years younger than me. And the one thing I'll say to anybody, one, you've got to fall in love with water. But secondly, the most important thing is you've got to have good friends around you that motivate you. My man came and picked me up. I didn't want to go to the gym. He came and got me. So my food choices became different. Rather than grab a packet of crisps, I grabbed a banana or an apple. Whilst I was dying for chocolate. I was dying. The thing is, you mustn't starve yourself. You must not starve yourself of anything that you like. And because I, I, I like cooking, I learned about fish was very important. Red meat is fine. All things in moderation. I love alcohol. Look, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a beer on Shabbat and Giggles. And big, like, alcohol is is empty calories I would always I would always when I first met Joe my thing to him was I always said to him with my personality and your looks next James Bond remember that Joe I always said that to you I said with your looks and my personality we could be <laughs> next James Bond easily so you then get you get tired of being surrounded by good looking men who are around you and think you know if I wasn't on stage I wouldn't have a chance um, and then I lost it and then the, 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 the key to it is it's taken so long I've done it for so long now. I put on about half a stone during lockdown, but I'm now proud that I'm part of a powerlifting group, so my chest is broad now. Um, and I've managed to, you know, the, th- the thing about when you lose weight is, is that people don't tell you how bad you used to look. So people would say, wow, is that you, Jeff? Wow, you look so much better. Which has me thinking, well, how bad did I look before? Well, well done. Wow. And, I, I, and I, I, I've, I've seen you big and I've seen you small. Which one do you prefer? More. Small. Why? Well, I don't know. Well, I suppose as you said, it's 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 unhealthy. Are you are you sizist? I'm absolutely not sizist. No. I'm asking. I I was told that. Go on. No, I'm absolutely not sizist at all. Um, I was told, Kaz, by a female that um one of my good friends is that she said, "You look so much younger and so much." I clean. I shave all the time. She's like, "You look so much better." Because um, I haven't got a double chin anymore. I haven't got folds of flab on the back of my head anymore. I don't, have any, I don't sweat profusely. I'm, I'd like to think I'm re- relatively fit. And, and she said straight, you know, you just look so much younger. You look so much better, more vibrant. <laughs> you know, whilst they've been um, offering you that pleasantry, there's still that part of like, man, if I was still six stones heavier, what would you say about me? Mm. You know, like I say, show off now. No, no, no double chin here. No, 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 not, not an extra hang down. I got the same shape. The back of my head is the same as Joseph's. There's not, there's no extra like a Chinese man sitting on the back of my head with with, with lips and blah blah blah. Can take my top off. I mean, I'm gonna come there on the 17th of of, of July. I'm come there in a pair of shorts if the weather's warm enough. I mean, now, yeah, I'm not ramping. Oh wait, wait, wait! You're coming to the cookout. I'm, I'm gonna yep. try to. If I'm not, if <laughs> I haven't got coming to the cookout. 
And I, and, and I cook. So tell me what tell me what I need to cook, Joe. What I need to bring. Oh no, I, I do nothing of my own initiative. The ladies no. in the building, they'll tell you what to cook. No chicken okay. wings, please. <laughs> what, about, what about what about fried chicken? Yeah, keep oh yeah, keep it warm. Uh, cold fried. Fried chicken. chicken. What about that? Fish? Air, air, air oh, fried. Fish. Air fried fried chicken. <laughs> oh, he's air frying. Bloody hell! Oh, is, there, is, there, is, anybody, is anybody doing dumplings? <laughs> No, but on, 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 on a for real, it is it is the biggest struggle that people will never realize. This is for me, speaking for me, because I don't smoke. I drink alcohol. It is the most difficult thing to lose weight. Jano, trust me, Joe, for, for people who can, like yourself, Joe, can eat what you want, you don't put on weight. I would kill Joe. You know, Joe, I, I am living proof that ugly men can have good-looking children because both my boys ended up being models. And both of them are slender, both of them are good-looking. Me... Unfortunately, you know, we have to say it's the mother's side, perhaps. But it is the hardest thing, not just to lose weight, but to keep weight off. Because my mind is so trained to sugar. It's like it's like a drug. How it is so hard, Joe. It's really... How many meals do you eat a day now? Three. Three. But we had Junior Giscom on. Yeah. He says he eats one meal a day. Well, he can do. If your metabolism is used... Well, the reason why I could never join the Nation of Islam or Muslims because they have this thing called Ramadan where you don't eat for a few hours and blah. You must be joking, stuff. By the time that finishes, I'd eat the Quran. Crazy. What I can't go through that. Jeff, 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 on, 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 on that said serious note, I am the extreme opposite of you, yeah? Yeah. And I don't tell nobody this. I weigh nine and a half stone, yeah? And it don't matter what I try to eat. I just cannot put way on so Piss i feel off. your pain in rever- i can't no you don't you okay. don't you know what i used to do a routine and i would say i hate people like you jimmy i eat and i eat and i can't put weight on i wish you could just take flab and throw it and throw it on somebody and say yo you hold that then and take that from me and hold that and blah 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 it is honestly jim my, my, my boys can eat whatever they want to eat and they, and they got joseph's physique they just they just look hench they look like they go to the gym and they're they're ripped and blah 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 i'm not saying they eat bad food were very very active, but I'm saying, but they, they they would never put on weight. Yeah, my, my, I didn't put on weight till I, I started living with someone at 2021. Okay. So I went from a female size 12 to a female size 22. And my ex partner was a size 10. The worst she got to was a size 12. But she never threatened to leave me. Mm, never, <laughs> did I you use Joseph and Hench in the same sentence? Why she's terrible? Um, that, you know, it's, and it's not because of the fact that I didn't want to lose weight. I was so addicted to sugar, Jimmy. So what sugar happens addicted. now, though? It's difficult. When I have a craving, it's here. Empty calories is a beer. I'm in the gym tomorrow morning, um, and I'll do about two hours. I only lose about two pounds. This beer is two pounds in itself. It is difficult, Joe, for me, because of the relationship I've had for so long with bad food. I like, I love oxtail. I love curry goat. They're two of the worst things you can eat in your life. Red meat is so bad. It stays in your body for three weeks. Yeah, I know this, Joe, and I will still eat it. Yeah, but we're around nutritionists all the a time. A lot longer than three weeks, Jeff. A lot okay, longer my brother. Than three weeks. Well, I'm, I'm the same. What, what I've been, but what happens now, Joe, is, is that I, 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 I drink at least two litres of water a day. I love water. And the, the 500 milliliter bottle, so it's not like I've got a big bottle. I keep looking, is it going to go down? I love water. Um, don't eat as much processed food as I want it. So I might have a slice of corned beef if it's in the fridge. Um, uh, when I, I am hungry, I will not deny myself anything. I'll eat a packet of crisps and I'll eat an apple as well. As well, it was a packet of crisps and a Twix. It's one or the other. 
Is it no, a psychological thing to motivate you? Is it, 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 Joe, what motivated me, Joe? And I tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll kill you with this one, Joe. When I lost the weight, Joe, because I was, I was plus, you know, I was. If, if, if you imagine it's small, medium, and large, extra large, double XL, right? Triple XL. Mm. Then it's one X, two X, three X, four X, five X. I used to go to America to buy clothes, Joe, because <laughs> it was cheaper off the rack. I got at my heaviest, I got to about 3x when me and Martin J were two tons of fun. I've got a picture framed in my games room of myself and Martin, because Martin's still very big now. And I look at it, Joe, and I think to myself, I don't even know who that is. When old pictures come up, Joe, I'm so glad you guys haven't been wicked to me tonight. If there's a picture, Joe, that I've got, Joe, where my head, Joe, looks like it's been imposed on, a, on, a, on an extremely obese man's body. But that's what I look like, Joe. I just refuse to show it. <laughs> I've I was got all up in your business today. Oh, Joe, Joe, Jimmy, it was it was terrible. But when I lost the weight, Joe, the incentive. Oh, Joe, I must have spent about maybe three grand in about two months on clothes. Wow, bright suits. I just because I had the money, I went shopping, Joe. And Joe, I just kept checking myself. Why, 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 why am I not going to Burton's? Why, why, why am I, why am I going to Matalan? Not Matalan. What did I used to have to go to? High and mighty. Well, like, my, my my waist is thirty four inches now. So look, Kez says, I can relate to the weight from size eight she was. Let's see, Kez, there she is, right? Uh, from size eight she was, she went to a size 20. What are you now, Kez? 14. 14. 14. 14. Feel, the thing about it is you feel so much better for it. and uh, Not just that you feel better for it, because I could go a long walk, Joe. See, things that you can do, Joe, that I would take for granted. Oh, like, no, know, wait, wait, wait. How come you keep bringing my name into it? <laughs> because I know you. Well, okay, or even Jimmy. What I'm saying is, is that I couldn't walk without my heaviest. I wouldn't want to walk, Joe, 200 yards without sweating. I don't right. have those issues anymore, Joe. So I feel a lot better, Joe. When I go out, Joe, I'm in a light, my pink, I'm in a light blue suit. I took a picture of myself on an American cruise where I'm in all white, Joe. Even, even I fancied me. You know, I didn't recognize <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies. I, I, Joe, 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 seriously, Joe. I didn't recognize me, Joe. Joe, a woman in the gym, Joe. laughing. You got the girls smiling. Look, look, look. Joe, Joe, the best thing happened to me last week in the gym, Joe, two weeks ago. Young woman, Joe, I was trying to impress her about 30. I was bench pressing, Joe. And you know what she said, Joe? She came over and said, oh, Mr. Schumann, damn, you look good. And I was so happy, Joe. I'm looking at her thinking, maybe, maybe, a bit, maybe a bit too young for me, Joe. But yeah, nice compliment. Joe, we were downstairs in the reception area. You know what she said to me? I used to listen to you in the car when my mum used to take me to school. To run. Remember that was a passion killer. I used to listen to you when my mum used to take me to school in the car. Um, but you know, Joe, I, I'm in the gym where I'm really henchmen, Joe. And I, I can... I can I can't bench press as much as them, Joe, but I've got shoulders. I can do what I couldn't do before, Joe. And as I say, I'm, I wear, my clothes now, Joe, are a standard large. Or standard. Shields is asking, what about salt? Do you use salt? Um, yeah, I do so use salt, but try not to. So when I cook, I give people the opportunity, the option. But it's not just about one ingredient, Joe. You know, we do lots of seasoning with our food. Most seasons are salt. People make the mistake about, I must go to the gym to lose weight and whatever. To lose weight, it is 80% kitchen, 20% gym. It is what you put in your body, Joe. And I've been around some really good friends and really good people, Joe, who recognize me in the gym. There's a muscle guy who's one of my best friends over the last five years. He met me in the gym, Joe, and he kind of adopted me like a little baby and stuff. I just look at his body and think, 
again, like I said to you, if you look at my personality, next James Bond, <laughs> it used to kill me, Joe. Now I'm Joe. Now I'm, I'm bench pressing, not as much as him, Joe, but I'm now in the elite group in the gym with these guys who are powerlifters, Joe. I can never, Joe, five years so, ago. So, so three meals a day, but they're small meals, right? No, well, Joe, breakfast might be, Joe, a couple of wheat bits with a sweetener, semi-skim milk. But, Joe, I know by 11 o'clock I'm going to be hungry again, Joe. So rather than it being a Kit Kat and a Twix, it's a um, handful of grapes, a couple of tangerines. I know they've got, they've got sugar, but they're natural sugar. Yeah. Water. I get to one o'clock, Joe. The, the mistake I always made, Joe, and people make, is if you leave it long gaps, you'll grab for something. Right. And that's the weakness. You'll grab for something. So me as a man, Joe, I don't, in my house, Joe, in my car, I've got crisps, Joe. There's chocolate in my house. Mm. I'm not denying myself anything, Joe. If I fancy it, whatever. Lunchtime, Joe, I try to have a balanced meal. Joe, if I fancy a McDonald's, I'll have a McDonald's. So that's willpower then. If you've got a... Because personally, I can't yeah. walk past the biscuit tin, so I don't have biscuits in my kitchen. But Joe, but, what, but, Joe, but why would you yeah, look in the way you do? But Joe, but why would you worry about fatty foods? I'm not being funny. I'm not being rude. Look in the way you do. Why would you worry, Joe, about... You don't put on weight, Joe. Well, no, 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 yes, I do. Yes, I do. I just have control. I have to, if I see the weights coming on, I have to right. say to myself, hold on, you're doing something. And obviously, I needed to get past the biscuit tin, so I didn't put no biscuits in it. And that made it easier to walk past the biscuit tin. My so, my control. While you guys are talking about biscuit and Chris, there's a question in the chat. Yeah, okay, sorry. And the question says, do you have a lady in your life, Uncle Jim? Uh, which one, uh, Jeff or Denzel? Which one? Which, which one are we asking? About? Oh, 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 uh, uh, they weren't specific. So, if you can answer for Jeff and then answer for Denzel, that'll be fine. Um, Jeff is always looking for love. Denzel signs autographs all the time and hopes he can find love. Now, I, I, I dated um, um, from when my relationship broke up. I was with the mother of my children for fifteen years, and we had two boys. Um, um, and I guess from two thousand and four to two thousand seventeen years. Now, um, I've probably dated about two or three times in that in that period of time. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm menopausal. I've, I've reached that age in life where I don't date young women. I don't, I don't know what we would talk about. And my, I've got a 34-year-old niece. So me, me going out with someone under 40 don't make sense. I, barely, I don't think I could date anyone who hasn't got children because I'm too old to become a father again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. Um, and, I, and I wouldn't do like that. That isn't what what I'm looking. So I, I don't even date someone who has to have a child or has got children or doesn't want any more children. Um, and I think I'm pretty difficult. I'm not difficult as a partner or as a man, but you know, sometimes it goes to the territory. You all, people always assume if I'm out in a rave, you know, I'm like a lot of comedians. I'm very shy, but you give me a microphone, I'm wicked. Yeah. I'm wicked. You give me, you give me a lot, an opportunity to entertain. But when it comes to like a lot of my friends, Joe, they can't really speak in large groups. But when it comes to women one on one, they turn into James Bond. With all that involved. Yeah. Now, Jeff, just so you know, my brother got married aged seventy-one just last week. Wow. So this, this, this. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm happy, Joe. And if I meet, you know, Jimmy, answer the question. If I met the right person, wherever. Then you know, I'd, I'd like to think at this stage of my life, I would be success. It would be successful enough for it to last for a period of time. I would, I would, I would really hope so. I don't want to die alone. All that involved. All that involved. We're grown. It should last. Jemmy's soon to be married. Well, forever because we grow. <laughs> and, and, and look no. at Jemmy. I see Jemmy's status. He's got a picture of himself and his partner. Yeah. Happy to display her. 
And that's what it's about, Joe. When you've got somebody, if they like you and love you, you know, I've met women who just want to go into places for free because I can get in for free, Joe. I don't want that, Joe. I, you know, I'm not being rude. I like cooking, Joe. I will spend my money if I have to, Joe. But if, if you know, when I'm abroad, Joe, if I'm in the Gambia, or if I'm in Jamaica, or if I'm in Barbados or Grenada, when you're a man with money, you do look like Will, Will Smith to the locals, your young girl who want to get out of that poverty. You do look like that the sexiest man alive because they're looking money. They're looking right. an escape. So I, at least I'm strong enough, Joe, that when I am abroad, I'm not checking no one who's 25, 26. I've got friends who go out there and just have fun. Right. I'm not doing that, Joe. I'm not disrespecting very young women who are naive. Um, and I guess over here, if I'm going to meet someone in a lifetime partner, it's probably going to have to be somebody abroad, Joe, if I'm honest. It might be somebody in Shams and Giggles. I mean, you know. I can't see that, really. I don't think, I don't think no one's eyesight's that bad. Hey, dude. <laughs> I don't think no one's eyesight is that bad, my brother. Wow. No, matter, no matter what, you know, no matter how much weight you lose, ugly is ugly, my brother. It is what it is. And the thing when I say that, I have no yeah, more. No, we don't do that in Shams. You can't call yourself ugly. Okay. I mean, well, I don't, do I don't have no problem with not being um, the so-called whatever attractive is, whether it's my friend Richard Blackwood, whether it's um, some of these American stars, whatever. Because what is for you, is for you. I don't come in and lies um, and say that, oh, I'm looking at personality. You know, I'm not, that's rubbish. You know, if I see a female, I am looking at her. Because that's what you're attracted to. Like, oh, you're looking, looking, but you're looking a bit at depth as well, I would assume. Yes, but I'm you don't look at someone and say, oh, well, I bet she's got a sparkling personality. There has to be that physical first and foremost. And then you go into whatever. I don't look and say, well, well look at Pinky. Cool. I wonder, if she, I wonder if she understands philosophy. I mean, come on, really? I mean, really? <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You look yeah, at she does, does as yeah. well. I'm up for that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or as my friends would say, I'd love to beat that up, you know. I mean, listen, listen to the language that she, oh, I'd love to terrorize that, you know, give me an hour with that. And I'm sitting there thinking, I really should be challenging their behavior. But I don't, they're grown men. That's what, yeah, if that's how you want to talk, that's how you talk. But that's why they'll say, yeah, man, I would terrorize that, man. That wouldn't know what hit her or whatever. Jugs is offering herself to you. She says, come, let's eat. You want comfort and happiness. Who's that from and can they cook? No, she can't. I don't know if she's Chooks and you cook. Chooks, Chooks can't even keep her eyes open. Don't worry about Chooks, Jeff. That's not the one. Oh, oh, no, thank you very much. Joe, I'm very conventional, Joe. I, 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 I'm, I'm a chef. Cleaner. Oh, Shugs is a chef, see? She's a chef. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, Joe, I don't have a cleaner. I clean my house room to room. That's what, that's oh, what I that's what I'm huh? Sorry, what's that? Sorry, uh, someone was speaking oh, I think Shugs is saying she'll do your cleaning. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and Shugs has been to spec savers lately. <laughs> No, she hasn't been disliked. Well, she, 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 she might need to. But on a for real, I think that I do love my independence, that I'm not relying on a woman to cook for me. I'm not relying on a woman to clean my house. And I'm sorry to say, you know, if I'm in my car, I am listening to Radio 4. I make no apology for that. You know, I, I do watch a lot of Sky News. My mind is, um, my mind is focused on other things. But having said yeah, that... they're throwing themselves at you. Look, Jeff, says, Jeff, what listen, does listen, a listen, first listen, date listen. look like with you? What is the first date? Well, what, look, what, Demi what, says she can cook. Look. What's what Serena did on our first date? Um, I took her for a Chinese. And um, 
No, no, no. A first date looks like, for me, um, a conversation. And if, and if you don't mind a bloke who's both serious and silly, like I say, I would, tell, I would scare a lot of people, Joe. If I'm sitting down with a partner, I'd say, look, I spy with my life something beginning with R. What, Joe, Joe what, what, what's wrong with that? Joe. I'm I don't not, know. Don't, you don't ask me. It's not, it's not, I'm just saying, Joe. I'm just saying, Joe. If that's the kind of thing that would be like a woman thinking, how old is he? You know, Joe, I, 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 I'm a quiz master. I would call that playful banter, no? So, Jeff, on that note... That, that's my point. That's my Jeff, point, Jeff. On that note, you being a quiz master, we yes. have run over by 75 hours, four weeks, seven days, Sorry. and 11 I'll, I'll, stay, I'll stay for the quiz. We're sorry, Joe. Sorry, sorry, gents. A minute or an no, hour. No, don't be sorry. We are not sorry. You have been an absolutely amazing guest. Sorry um, to eat into your show, but thank you very much for allowing me. And so I'm going to invoice you later. <laughs> no, you, you will do, so-and-so. So, quickly, if there's anybody else who's got something to say, short and sweet, please, Joseph, unmute everybody. 30 seconds, and we're going to have to... Say goodbye to Uncle J. Oh, no. Everyone can unmute themselves. <laughs> yeah, but you muted me mid-sentence. What are you, Ross? What's wrong with he, man? Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Thank Jeff. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. And Jeff, please, will you please please? Just drink some mistakes. No Chinese. Jeff, will you you have to unmute yourself, Jeff. You're muted. Yeah, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll try and come so we can all have a laugh. You try. And... You want a date, don't you? Ross. Not in my luck, one of you will poison me. Hey, Jeff, you better come with your security blood. No Chinese, though. Jinx only. As long as she's driving, got her own money. Got her own income, it can work. Oh, right, man, yeah, yeah, no. I can no. Seven money. Money. Seven I've my own income. Yeah. Jeff, no balance. I drive, I drive a noise to cards. <laughs> yeah. Where's the balance? Oh, the card. Two litre or four litre? Two litre, Jim. Oh, you're not. I've got the four litre, bruv. I've got the four litre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite expensive. Jeff? No, no, no. That was Jeff Schumann on Champs and Giggles Friday Nights Entertainment. Never to be missed. You learn so much about people's lives and history. And he certainly left his story, like many of us. Unity in the community. One love. He was mentioned. <laughs> And uh, this is really good. I like this write-up. It was really good. And uh, Pinky <laughs> was also mentioned. <laughs> uh, so it's, it, it, it's quite detailed. Could right? have made it a bit bigger, boss, man. Oh, what? I, you can't see? I'm sorry. Well, you oh, know. Just, just let me did, borrow did the, the Hubble... Just, let me just borrow see? the Hubble Space Telescope for a moment. Does <laughs> it look that small? Blimey. I can't. Mm. Well, that might be that might as well be hieroglyphics, blood. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> oh, there you are. Can you see it yeah. now? Aye. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. Ah, you see? Yeah. Are you gonna read it out, then, Joe? You might as well read it out. Well, I'm not gonna read all of it
Floyd, put it up there then. The link is in the chat. And it's in Chabs and Giggles Facebook group too. Please do check it's on it the out. Facebook group, so you lot can go to it and you can have a look. It's a very good write-up. Discussion, what all what we talked about, discussion, George, well, hey, that's really good. It's really good. So um, yeah, do do um nip over there and um we'll post it again in the face in the um in the uh, in the, in the, in the chat. Oh there it is, look. It's in the chat again, see? Yeah. So you guys can, can look it up. It was really good. So okay. thank you. So who is it? She didn't put did she put her name there? Oh, Friday from 7th, I see you there. Netta. Is it Netta? Netta. Netta. Yeah, yeah, Netta. Okay. She was oh, yeah. in earlier. She was in, she was in, uh, she was in earlier. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you, Netta, for, um, for that write-up. Just amazing. We do. Yes, me famous now, me famous. Yours is my price, I got to go up now, you know. Yeah, I know. The quiz master. Anyway. <laughs> Um, have I missed anything? I'm trying to go through methodically, but yeah, we uh, talked about Bill Cosby. Bill yeah. Cosby. <coughs> oh, last but not least, what do you not think of Bill Cosby's situation? <coughs> well, didn't he pay off previously, and then he got trailed and sent to prison? Is is some? Yeah, that's on the, that's the technicality. So he he is guilty. But, well, actually, actually, he's not because let me, let me just explain the technicality. Not necessarily. It was something that was court, settled out, out out of court. She accused him. She was at his house that weekend. Yeah. Um, he can't deny the fact that she was at his house. He actually was talking freely, and it must have come up. And he said, "Yes, the beautiful women. Sometimes I wish I could drug them all." So. It's a technicality of what he said. That that's why they they were able so many years later, just before the statutory of the twelve years from historic rate uh, passed. That's when she put in her 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 um her claim. Yeah, her claim. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it, she had no right to put in no claim because you already settled back in two thousand and. Four or two. Wow. Three for three million. Oh so wow! It, exactly. So if you settle for three million, that's why I knew it was going to come. Um, it was something. I knew that this was never going to stay with him. No way. It could never. Well, that was wrong, then, wasn't it? So I mean, uh... and you're finding all the other people that stepped forward. Yeah. I mean, look, that was seventy women, mm. seventy women from over the years that made claim to uh cosby right. and what he did wow. 70. that's a lot 70 are, you, women. are you saying your views are he didn't do anything with regards to this other woman no to 20 have... allegations of, of what well do you know what right? let me explain something not necessarily no because you see let me explain something this is the way i look at it Bill Cosby was always a man where you had all women throwing themselves at him. It goes way, way, way back. And it was, a, and, and unfortunately, yes, it was a lot of white women. You never saw black women around Bill Cosby back in the day. It was always white women. 
Gatlin around him, surrounded him. I mean, half of the people never knew that Phil had a back one. Yeah, when we go back, when we go back over the years and because of the racism and everything else, people choose what they choose. I'm not saying it's just like that same kind of image around people just as much like um, Benny Hill, all these, all these kind of um, 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 celebrities that had women. I mean, back in those days when we were growing up, uh, uh, 60s and 70s, um, people say that there wasn't a lot of sexual materials around. But if you look at all the things like rainbow, it was all subliminal. Yeah, big time. Look at the um, carry-on show. Yeah. Gary Glitter, Jimmy Savile. Yeah, 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 but going, Jimmy don't Savile, yeah, even look at Jimmy Savile. Now look what Jimmy Savile was doing. I mean, he was doing the same thing. Yeah, but going no. back to Bill Cosby. Yeah, okay, but yeah, yeah, let's get back to Bill. Sorry. But Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. I mean, at the end of the day, irrespective, as far as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. of whether or not he settled for this for this crime or not. The man's a pedo. The man, the man, the man, he's, you know, he's a lech. Well, I don't see that he's been um, assigned with, I wouldn't call that a pedophile. I'd call that a man. But he's a, he's a lech. No, he's not a pedophile because a pedophile is somebody that thing off children. I'm afraid. Okay. These are not children. These are big ass women that know exactly what they're doing. Let me talk the thing. But even Janice Dixon is in there. Look. That's what I'm saying. There's an old Belgian saying, yeah, there's no smoke without fire. Now, I'm a man, I'm a man, I like to do things by numbers, the law of averages, yeah? Now, there's 70, 70 people that's come forward. Now, 25 of them, I look money. That still leaves 55. We can go on and on and no, on, but somewhere in the law, in the law of averages, he's done something. I believe just yeah. just, a, just the numbers. The I can't believe that seventy women that are all looking money. The only one that has it, Weinstein, the filmmaker. He, oh my god! He has agreed to giving them the drug as well. He just, agreed. Listen, Dennis Dixon was one of the first women that came out against Bill Cosby, but then she then later, recently, not that long ago actually turned around and said that she was lying. But as, you, right. as yeah. you said, James, no smoke without fire. Unfortunately, back in the 60s and 70s, what Bill has been incarcerated for was acceptable. Amongst amongst um, yeah. celebrities, it was acceptable behaviour. Absolutely. And you're quite right, Susan. A lot of those girls, they were up for it. Yeah. They were up for it because he oh, was yeah. a celebrity and they, he wanted, they, you know, it was all about him helping to put them into the spotlight, etc. Absolutely. But that does not make it right. No, no, definitely not. No. Definitely not. Definitely not. So that that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm not saying um, that, that that those girls equally weren't in, uh, um, inappropriate. And also, right. look at those girls, especially some of those younger girls, their mums knew what was going on. But again, they were happy. They were happy for their children. Their young associated with a famous Absolutely, person because they thought it was they were going to get them into the spotlight and and, and into celebrity status. It's absolutely but, despicable. He spent two years in prison. Yeah. Let's hope, let's let's hope, let's hope he comes better and and tries in some way to um to to, to, to make 
the, the wrongs that he's done right in life. Kaz, yeah. the man's 80 plus, he ain't doing nothing more. <laughs> he's going to his grave. <laughs> well, you know what? His, let's hope he has a clear conscience. Exactly. His liberty was taken away, Joseph. Yeah. And that doesn't happen to rich people. No. No, yeah? that's true. Because that's they true. think that they're entitled. Yes, he's the first. He's the first. He's the first. No, he's but huh? the is, he's not the first. There's been many in it. Well, he's the, the black black <laughs> he's the first black man. Michael Ooh, Jackson. Yeah. Well, no, well, no, no, darling, because at the end of the day, that weren't even proof, honey. That weren't proof. There's no proof. You have no proof that Michael Jackson. You have none at all. No, Michael, no, Michael Jackson was, of course, Michael Jackson was accused. Yes. You know, and yeah. uh, Michael Jackson was accused, but it was not proven, Joseph. No, he got on all ten counts. I was there. Yeah. Ten counts, and they found nothing. Nothing. Uh, listen, the man let's get it right, and we know what they No, those documentary is foolishness. No, I'm sorry. Depends on what documentary you watch. Yeah, we got you. Oh, come on. You, you believe him? You, oh, you, 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 him could have buy some big man and make them just talk like little boy. Listen, no, Michael Jackson was all about Sony, yeah, and the deals. Michael Jackson, I believe, though, because I read a lot into his life story, I believe he had the mindset of a child. That's very much so. If he done it, the people around him were responsible, not him, because he never grew up. He was famous from the age of two or three. Mm. And he had all of his own in men and stuff like that so they couldn't get evidence and i love michael jackson and i do believe if he's guilty that it was his mindset and mental health and the people around him should have pulled him up on it because they covered for him if he was guilty Think up to the people who love Michael Jackson. Can I, I love say something? Too. Thinking on the subject of you talking about actually literally mental health now then. Now if we look at it in depth as I do to this day, anybody said that uh, to recognise his behaviour was childish and inappropriate. Okay, now. Because you never grew Yeah, but even so, <laughs> if this was anybody in today's modern society, they would be classed, they would be actually section for that because they didn't they don't know if they're going to be a danger to society or not or danger to children a long time ago half of this is about money making and everything like that so there is scandal after scandal after scandal and it's ah kelly another one yeah well i've i've he's definitely definite i hate that story girls one in the limelight and you know all of that now can we stop forgetting the past and think about the ones that still getting away with it today like Prince Andrew yeah he's still yeah, yeah. Prince there Andrew. So, oh, let, so let's think about that's more the past privilege right there. He's, well he's only done what his dad's done isn't it yeah, yeah. Let's get let's let's remember that oh, Prince, yeah, Prince yeah, Andrew yeah. is only doing what, what his dad his did. Dad yeah. did yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. and to be honest, right? I'm going to be really serious about this. That picture where they got a Prince Andrew and that little girl, yeah, yeah. she's all fresh. Them two fresh. I saw some of them little girl do. Yeah, mm. they go out, they dress up like they're whatever. Yeah? she get inside there. She put up herself inside there and push up herself. 
Nobody don't ask nowadays how holy ways. Them ask what you can do. All that involved. But yeah. some of these, them, them people, they're there for a reason. They know what they're doing. They know what they want. Yeah. Yes. It's not a coincidence that that girl was in where she was. No. no. He was and there. She... It's not a coincidence that, what's that billionaire, the one who hanged himself? They do their things. But it, when it's you and me, we just get locked up and da 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 da. When it's them, it's just secret hush hush hush. Well, and of course, because the doing. biggest, let me just tell you, the biggest child ring you really <laughs> not got to know is Wait, we, we, we are, are the family the capital a... for it. We are the family for it. Right mm. here, right there, right listen. Yeah, the family. That's where it all started, my friend. The biggest, the biggest trafficking of young girls. We are the head. You better know who's the head. England is the head. Okay. You could Google the Queen yes. and the indigenous children. Hey. Back in the day. Thank you. Thank done. you, Steph. There is a, a warrant out for her, but they can't arrest her because she's the fucking queen. Yeah. What? The queen did so Andrew gets it from mummy. Yeah. Oh, well Dad. And Daddy. And Daddy. His dad was just as bad. Yeah. The queen cannot be arrested. I'm going to have to leave soon. Sorry, because I've got people coming, but I'll join you next week. Thank you for your support, Thanks, just All as right. we're humans about to come, and we're, we're about that time. But hold on, let's just, this queen, what is the thing about the queen? I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent it to the group as well. I sent it to the group about the husband. Yeah, there's some videos going around at the moment, Joseph, about the queen. <laughs> what do I Google? The queen, indigenous children. Yeah, and the missing children, and it should come up. Some, oh, sometime back, I think it was in the 70s when she was young, they went over and they used to take, they took Ooh. all these children out for a picnic. That's yeah. right. That were poor yeah. and half yeah. of them never came home. That's right. right. And let them know, Stephanie, this this UK London was that we had the biggest underground sex ring going on from the 60s come right up to 70s, yeah. uh, early 80s. Yeah. All right, that, that that whole ring got burst open mm. right here, right on your doorstep, UK, London. And, and our oh. MPs, our MPs, and all of our parliamentary people, that them the people there. Well, then look at look at look what they do. You can see, you can even just see from Han, Han, um, Hancock's behaviour. All of them, they've all done their little nasty do you know, dodginess. Do you, oh, know how many, do you know how many stories I hear about? <laughs> The, 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 the places of safety for children. Do you know how many times you hear that there's catalogues of children, even to this present day, a catalogue. You talk about adoption. Great. But look at the catalogue and you hear from these mothers what these kids have put through. Mm -hmm. The process, the missing ones. And these missing ones is the ones that I'm picking up. Sorry, I'm angry today, okay? I'm angry about life and how we're unappreciated <laughs> of life. Okay, so yeah, that's why my ears left, right? But my mind is my mind focused. Now the thing is, at the end of the day, the problem is with all of this stuff about our children. Okay, it's formulated that way. Each time you put yourself in the system, it's formulated that way. And you, you all blame everybody else, but we got to look at our own state of minds. And. When we sit there and it's seeking, there was an incident the other day, right? Seriously, honestly, 
You're going to look at this incident in two ways. Black woman versus white woman on the road, right? This system is designed for you to keep going complain, okay? Complain, complain, complain. It's designed to terrorise your mind. All of this paedophilia stuff, we know that. Well, check yourself in your own back gardens and it wouldn't happen. Stop drinking, stop drugs, stop the abuse and stop the family fallouts and it wouldn't happen, okay? And it's happening because we've lost control and lost sight of our kids and they're going in the system and they're being exploited, they're sold, they're trafficked, they're raped. And these are the people that some of the old members on this entrepreneurs are picking up people like that with those stories. The rape, in care. Child of care, people in care. I'm a child of care. Anybody else? We're missed. We're exploited. And it's money. It's money. They were getting money off of us. So you speak to the, the victims and the survivors, they will tell you they're exploited. So at the end of the day, the only way to get your mind out of the gutter, as so to speak, is fix your life up and look to a higher society and stop looking in the money-making thing because it's destroying everything. And those, and I said this to us, and I'm going to say this, I have to say it. I said this to a church girl today who wanted to talk to me about where we've been, the life and the journey and the struggles. But even the churches don't open the door. He just said to me at the end of the day, the churches are making money. We go, so yes, you're bearing all, you're vulnerable. You bear all, you're vulnerable. The vulnerable go in, but when you really need them, when you mm. really, really need them, will they get rich in their churches? They're not actually out there, are they? That's people like myself and all these little entrepreneurs picking up these human, these trafficking women people and picking up these people that have been in the care system and exploited for the mental health. Really, we're mentally, we've been mentally disturbed because we hadn't had our voice listened to and we didn't know how to get help. We have to learn to help one another. Big up, Kerry. Big up, Kerry. Sorry. Off on one. No, the show's called Talk the Tings and if you have some things that you need to talk, by all means. Talk <laughs> we have oh, human in the oh, my man. Why?